93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I think we're going to have to start off with a clip. Yeah, we have to. Uh, from our, our next guest, and I'll, I'll play that and uh, do the introduction, but I, I love this. And th- was this edited, I hope? <laughs> we'll we're going to find out. Yeah. Right, here we go. You know, Andy, I've been thinking about your problem. I think I might have a solution for you. Mm. You ever heard of the term, buddy? <laughs> what? It's a special friend. <laughs> no, I haven't heard that term. Hey, it's uh, Jane Lynn. Yeah! How are you, Jane? I'm great. Thank you for having Our me. Our pleasure. <laughs> I, I think that you are hands down the funniest actress out there. Oh, yeah. thank you so much. No, he, that's so sweet. Without question. serious. You're, 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 uh, you're just a, a clinic in, in how to do dry comedic acting, and, and, oh. and you hold your own against real heavy. I mean, Steve Carell and uh, when, Eugene when, Levy. Yeah, and when, and all, all the uh, the Christopher Guest players, it's yeah. it's always just great to watch you work. Oh, because thank you. you go to that, you, there's that fine line, you know, where, where it, it where it goes, it becomes absurd, yes. and and you just stay right on the rim there, and it's just hilarious always. On the edge of ridiculous. Edge of ridiculous, yes, right. yeah. But just enough to be feasible where you're saying, good, oh, good, oh my good. God. Uh, just your on-camera uh, testimonials and best in show, <laughs> where it, it was, you know, <laughs> we both like soup. Yeah. <laughs> Which I don't think was your line. That no, that was Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. But uh, did you spend time in Philadelphia for that movie? No, we didn't. No. We shot it in Vancouver. Yeah. You know, Philadelphia just sort of claims that as... Well, you yeah, should, yeah, yeah. because it takes place in New Right, so regardless, there I, should be a statue of you on the... Uh, art, uh, <laughs> right, next to right William Ro- Penn. Right next yeah. to William Penn and Rocky, yeah. <laughs> Jane, we're probably going to sit here and just quote you the whole time. <laughs> oh, please do. But the, the, the part where if they're, she's talking about you know putting the makeup on her, and you're like, I looked freakish. <laughs> uh, you're just going to have to let this one go. You're just going to have to let that go. It was on last night, and I'm like, I, I watch it every time it comes on. It's such a great movie. Jennifer said to Chris when we were shooting that, can't we you know, shoot us, me putting the makeup on Jane? And he said, no, all you have to do is suggest it, and that's enough. Yeah. Uh, he, he was right. It, it had to be a blast to work, because Jennifer Coolidge is also fantastic. She's at great. That, that you know, it was our first Christopher Guest movie, and we were both very, 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 very nervous. And um, we, we, you know, kind of were we bonded, and we hung out together. And uh, But for both of us, we both thought that we did horrible jobs. And basically, it, when you do those movies, they shoot and shoot and shoot. And so if you feel terrible about something, they're going to edit something together to make right. you look brilliant. Is so. it is it nerve wracking though? I mean, it was at first. Yeah. Now I, I get the drill. I right. know what it is, and I know that if I don't feel good about it, they'll put it together and make it look good. For screen time, how much for, for, for an, uh, an average exchange in that movie or any right. of the Christopher Guest movies, which predominantly are, are improv based on a suggestion of the scene? Correct. Right. Exactly. How much is shot? You know, the ratio to what's shot to what ends up on screen. Ten uh, percent ends up on really? screen. Really? He shoots and shoots and shoots. Um, you're improvising. You're improvising, and you're feeling like you've got nothing left to say, and you hear the whir of the camera that it's still going, still going. You got to keep going. So they're long, 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 long takes, and then they'll say, "Can you do that again?" And he moves the camera. And I assume it was, was it a fairly similar situation with Forty Year Old Virgin? Yeah, the Forty Year Old Virgin. We had a script that wasn't very good, and they kind of knew it wasn't. My agents told me, "Oh, don't take this. This is terrible." And um, I said, "I think I know what they're going to do." So um, yeah, basically, we we all showed up every day, and Judd Apatow, our director, would say, "You get in there and you know make me laugh. You get in there and make me laugh." So basically, that's we, cool. We threw wow, the script that's really away. That's great. Yeah, we well, improvised that every day. And the thing about the the Christopher Guest films, and it started with me for uh, with uh, um, uh, Waiting for Guffman. Yeah, by, bypassing Spinal Tap, which is its own creature, but yeah. uh, but Waiting for Guffman, which you're not in though. But it, the same thing had happened uh, with each one of those films. Is the first time I saw it, I'm like, this is kind of weird. This is I, I don't know <laughs> yeah. what this is. But the more you see it, the more it becomes just. A, 
hilarious. You can keep watching Guffman, yes. and it, it's more hilarious than the last time you watched yeah. it. Yeah. Do, you know, do you know what makes it so? Is because mm. while there is a, 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 a gentle land lampooning of these characters, there's also a, a genuine affinity for Yeah, and them. there's hardened. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't which, think they're mocking cool, anybody. But it's, it's great. Yeah, and I think when Christopher Guest is absolutely his best, when these movies are their best, is when you have kind of a small subculture, kind of a, um, you know, a, a group of people who within their own, kind yeah. of their minority, and they're reaching for the, the big prize. You know, yeah. Like it, it, we want to go to Broadway. We want to win Best in Show. We want to be the best folk group. We want to win an Academy Award. I think that's what makes you're, it so... It's the striving. Your turn as a, as a mayor heart kind of entertainment right. reporter in uh for your consideration was 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 great as well uh do you do you ever get um do you ever get a response back from somebody that you might sort of casually be lampooning when you when you do the? I did hear Mary Hart wasn't a fan of it. I think, <laughs> <laughs> and actually for me it was a tribute to her. I thought she's the classiest of all. Yeah, yeah, but, um, uh, yeah. I heard she didn't care for it that much. Uh, well, she needs to lighten up a bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, oh, sorry. No, no, no. It's you. Go ahead. A little more obscure, but um, yeah. a show that made me laugh out loud. And I don't even. What was your character in uh, Help Me Help You, the TV show? Oh, with, uh, right. Yeah, I was the therapist. This is Ted Danson's show that was canceled all, after about ten episodes. It was really good, yeah. though. It made that I, I laughed. We had group, show. group. We were all therapists in a group having therapy, um, and we had different people every week. I, I was in it pretty constantly, but we had like Judd Apatow, Seth Rogen. It was really fun. You, what, you what, was your, a, what was your problem in that? Um, what was my? I think I was just very dry. Okay, all right. Was, I don't know. Oh, I was sleeping with Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, yes, yes. All right, that's what I thought. The family guy. Yeah, the yeah. family guy. Okay, He's a really right. funny guy. You were yes. a therapist. That on was two, my problem. Yes. Two and a half men as well. Yeah, yeah, I play a lot of therapists. You, you play in a lot Boston therapists. Legal too. I play yeah. a sexual therapist in Boston. Right, Legal. right. You, yeah. Well, you can do that clinical sort of thing very well. <laughs> it's remarkable how many movies you're in that are like my favorite movies of all time, though, because you had a small role in The Fugitive. Yeah. Um, right. But but I've, I've watched ago. that movie a million times and then didn't watch it for a couple of years and then watched Best in Show and, and all the guest movies. And then I'm like, oh, my goodness, you know, that's the same actress. Um, was that your first, I guess, big movie? Fugitive? Fugitive. Yeah, yeah. I was still living in Chicago. I'm from Chicago. I was still living there. And um, that movie came into town and we were all hoping to get a part in it. And <laughs> I got lucky enough to get one. Now, now the, the like I, I, I think of people who can pull off great dramatic acting and great comedic acting. I, I think of people like Jack Lemmon. Yeah. Do you think if you have a great comedic sense, you can be, because I've ever heard, you know, comedy is hard. Yeah. I think that, uh, I think that if you're going to be a great you? actor, yeah. period, like um, you look at our greatest actors, Meryl Streep, Al Pacino, they can all make fun of themselves. Right. Robert De Niro, they can all do comedy. And Meryl um, Streep is your personal favorite, right? Yes, absolutely. And I you just, worked with her on a Lemony... Uh, Snickets. Snickety. And yeah. I just did um, the movie Julie Julia. Uh, about Julia Child. Oh, you're, oh. Meryl oh, you're in that? Plays her, uh, plays Meryl Child. Uh, plays Meryl Child. Plays Julia Child. And I play her sister. Oh, that's great. So How about I, that? I got to share the screen with Meryl and Stanley Tucci wow. as well. Who's very a cool. Actor, yeah. I want to ask. Uh, go back to the forty year old virgin because uh, <laughs> we're basically going to kiss uh, yeah, your ass I, all today. You just, all you got to do is sit there and let us fall. I love it. But we're going to jump all over the place. But uh, knowing now that uh, that some of this stuff was improv, uh, your your Spanish love song. Yeah. All right. So was that improv? Like. Did you just kind of throw that out there? But the, oh, we, we play it all the time, James. Oh, you guys are we do. great. The best yeah, part of this what? is her facial expressions. <laughs> yes. This part, the face you make here. <laughs> 
Did you know what you were singing, by the way? Yes. Okay. This is, um, I came up with this while I was sitting around, you know, when Judd would say, you go in, you go in. We were, um, it was the day before we were going to shoot this, and um, I, it's a, a Spanish monologue from high school. It's a dialogue, actually. <laughs> yeah, we thought it was just gibberish. Yeah. Uh, no, it, it actually is. Whenever I clean my room, I can't find anything. Where are you going with such haste to a football game? <laughs> so wait a minute, was this something, was this a monologue you did? No, um, no. No, it's in, it's ALM Spanish. It's it's level one Spanish that I learned it, in high school. Kathy, it's, it's, it's a dialogue that you repeat to learn the language. Wait, 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 so you just sang it? Yeah, yeah and I, I put it to music. Oh my God. The only thing missing is the uh, bibliotheque, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, right, biblioteca, yes. Is that the only take of that song? Um, No, I think we did it a couple times. Okay. And you know, I, I told Steve... Right, but I didn't tell anybody I was going to do it, and I said, "Steve, I'm going to do a little song," and he said, "Okay." Um, so I just so he wouldn't interrupt me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and after I did it, and they said cut and everything, nobody said anything. Oh. He was like dead quiet, and so they said, "Okay, we're going to set up for the next angle." So I sat down and. I, I just was kind of embarrassed. Nobody yeah. said anything. And then uh, second take, I said to um, Judd, do you want me to sing the song again? And he said, yeah, yeah, go ahead, sing the song. <gasps> and then at the preview, um, we, uh, there was a screening of, of The 40-Year-Old Virgin, and he came up to me and said, I'm going to be your favorite director ever because he said, I put some Guatemalan love song in <laughs> He said, it's funnier. it was funnier than I thought it was. <laughs> See, that, it's, it's got to be wild because from, from that, you have people who are all expert at what they do. Yeah. And and sometimes I, I you know as much as you probably enjoy that relationship, you're also going out on the wire every time because you got these some of the yeah. best you know uh, comedic minds looking at you. Exactly, but you know what's great about it is it's all play and it yeah. doesn't work unless you support each other. Right. And so you're going into a scene with Paul Rudd, and I'm nervous because it's Paul Rudd, but. You know, it's it's to our advantage to make each other look good, and it's all about supporting each other. So you kind of are immediately on an equal playing field. Well, in a, in a, in a mighty wind, when you reveal casually your porn star yeah. past, uh, it, it's great. Who's who's the the actor? John Michael Higgins. He's, he's a genius. Oh, yeah, he's great. He is amazing. And he's amazing on so many levels. You don't even know. But he, as an actor and uh, a musician, he's he's an amazing man. I first saw him playing uh, Letterman in in the yeah, uh, in the, the Late break. Shift, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. He's he's a genius. He played Letterman. He played Letterman Leno. against uh, uh, Daniel Robux. Daniel Robux Leno. Yeah, Leno. Oh, wow. I didn't, yeah. I didn't know that. Many was years him. ago, he was very young at the time. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He's he's an amazing guy. And when we did those. For, for the preparation for A Mighty Wind, we rehearsed the music for about a month, and then we showed up. Shooting the movie was almost an anticlimax. It was, it was uh, not as fun as uh, rehearsing. Right. And, um, so anyway, Michael is, is, is amazing, and all, when we have those uh, dialogues with each other, it was the first time each of us had heard what the other That's great. That's awesome. And by the way, Jane, speaking of uh, of uh, A Mighty Wind, you do the, the singing. That's all. That's you guys yeah, that's doing us. it all, right? Had you yeah. done any, any singing? In, 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 I always liked to sing, and I yeah. was with Second City, and we always did um, songs. But uh, Second City's a good pedigree. Yeah. yeah, not yeah, bad. Yeah, not, not too yeah. bad. That was good. I toured with them, and I, in fact, I toured to Philadelphia. We came here in 1988, wow. I think and, it was. And also, the uh, you're with the Steppenwolf Theater Company, right? That's um, I'm not in the ensemble, but I did five or six shows there when I was in Chicago. That's Gary yeah. Sinise. Yeah, oh, he's Baby. the best. Yeah, what a good actor. Does That's he awesome. do comedy? Sure, because he's a you know he's yeah. a great actor. He can do anything. Lieutenant Dan was funny as hell. I mean, it was a, it yeah, was, it a, was really good. That was the funniest amputee I ever. The funniest tragic Vietnam amputee I've ever heard. I, I imagine that, um, and often when we do interviews, um, actors and actresses talk about that they have a difficult time watching their own work. Are you able to watch the Christopher Guest movies because the ensemble, because all of the other character actors are so funny and so talented, and, yeah, and not really no pay problem. attention to yourself? I have no problem watching Christopher Guest films because I, I completely forget what we did. Yeah, and so it, it's. 
it's it's all new to me when I see it. You know, so I'm like, oh, that's an interesting scene. I don't remember <laughs> doing it because we shot so much. You can be detached and, and, and yes. watch it. Are you, you were in a Talladega Nights as well mm-hmm. with uh, Will Ferrell. I assume he operates fairly similarly. Yeah, to, same uh, thing. It was the same producers and everything, same kind of uh, and loose script. Hard. And walk hard. Yeah, walk hard was the same thing. Yeah. yeah. I was wondering about Talladega Nights. Were you, because uh, they had you cast as, as his mother, as Will Ferrell's mother. I'm like, she's too young to be his mom. But we had both Gary Cole and I had to go from like 19 to 60. So okay. they, they kind of shot for someone in the middle there. <laughs> Gary, Gary Cole's another one who can, Amazing yeah. actor. Who can, yeah. who can pull yeah, that he's, off. He's over the top. He's his, so good. His uh, Mr. Brady is yeah. amazing. And yeah, you, classic. you toured as, uh, as Mrs. Carol Brady. Brady. Yeah, That's right. it was a funny, funny coming together with him because he had been Mr. Brady and I was Mrs. Brady on stage. Did you guys break off in, in the, any of that no, just we for didn't. fun? You did? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man. All right. Well, you're in town because of uh, the uh, uh, the international uh, Philadelphia International Gay and Lesbian Film Festival is right. going on, and you're being presented with yeah. the 2008 Artistic Achievement Thank Award you. for acting. I'm thrilled. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. And, and we were we were curious because I I didn't know anything about your personal life if you were gay or not, but yeah. you you are. I am indeed. And, have you received awards like for this being before? gay? For, yeah. <laughs> Do they have those? Yeah. This is my second award for yes. being gay. Presented by Jim J. Glad Bullock. I am. I came out. <laughs> all the all this all that space on your shelf is uh, was right. available. No, there. I'm really honored. I mean, this is a great festival. This is like one of the biggest in the it, world. It is one and, of the best, is it? Yeah, not? and the best yeah. in the world. And it's like the 14th year, so this is a terrific honor for me, and I'm I'm really thrilled to be here and very grateful. It's awesome how how out they are about it too, because on their website, which is phillyfests.com, uh, and we'll put up a link up on on our site. It just says the gayest summer in the city. (laughs) They're just not trying to hide anything at that point. It's good. It's good. It's a great festival, and I'm so glad to be here. So it started last night, I guess. Yeah. Now, now, do you do? Would you get the actual award? What does the award look like? I don't know. I can't wait to see it. It's, okay. it's Saturday night. They will be handing it to me. Um, I was in a film called True Love, and I'm, I'm in it for just a nanosecond. But um, it's in the festival this year, and it's about a, a young girl who has two moms who uh, goes to school in kind of a conservative community, and just right. through her, the openness of her heart and the charm of her personality, she kind of converts people to think, you know, it's just another kind of family. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. So. I, and what what do you have coming up besides that? I mean, other other projects. Yeah, Tell uh, me, there's another Christopher Guest. Hopefully, no, on the way. not that. You know, I, I don't know. I the last time I saw him, he said he was done. Oh, really? Well, then you pick up the torch because yeah. you're, you're damn good at it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you. And any desire to do directing and, and things? Of that I nature? would love to direct. I would love to direct, and I'd like to direct in the way that um, Judd Apatow and Chris um, direct, where you kind of just get really good people who are sure. a lot of fun to be around, and just throw them out there and say, "Make me laugh." <laughs> right, right, yeah. And the budget is always very small. It is, yeah. yeah. You can make these movies on the cheap. That's yeah. for sure. Wow. And and what what do you have? What's in the works right um, now? I did a movie with Rain Wilson called The Rocker. Oh, he's, yeah. He's coming in. Sweet. Yeah. Is he coming in? Yeah, Wednesday. He's so good in this movie. He's going to be a big movie star. This is his Steve Carell turn. He's really good. It's oh, called cool. The Rocker. And um, that's in, um, August 1st. And then I did a movie called Another Cinderella Story. Um, a, it's Another Cinderella Story with <laughs> Selena Gomez. And I play the Wicked Stepmother. So I was th- really thrilled to do that. Cool. That was cool. a lot of fun. And do you still live in Chicago? Um, my family is still there. And I, I go there all the time. I have a house in Chicago. I love Chicago. But mainly Los Angeles. Mainly Los Angeles. Yes, I live in Los Angeles with my two dogs and my two cats. Oh, really? Yes. uh, Did you pick up the dogs after doing Best in Show? I did, yes. Are you going to indeed start a magazine for lesbian (laughs) dogs? Yes, American (laughs) Bitch. Can I say that? American Bitch, yeah. (laughs) That was a great invention, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Chris Cass. That's him. That's Chris and Eugene. They write write the stories. They come up with that stuff. As we're we're talking about these movies, I just keep thinking of scenes (laughs) from the movie. Michael, the one guy in the 
beginning of the movie when they're they're at the uh, uh, they're at a, uh, a butcher shop and he just wants to hold the pepperoni sticks. Just let me hold it. Just can I hold yeah. it for a little while? Yeah. And he brings eight kimonos for forty eight hours. I love and they that. decorate the hotel room. He yeah. puts up you know a piece of fabric. Well, they're watching you and uh, 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 your co-star um, Jennifer, Jennifer Coolidge, Coolidge celebrate, yeah. and it's like, oh, she has two mommies. Yeah. Rhapsody has Rhapsody. two mommies. Yeah. And Paging Bob Mackie. I was surprised to find out how how just a minuscule amount of info they will give you to go on for some of those scenes because I think we were talking to Eugene Levy and there's a scene where he and uh, and uh, Cookie in the yes. movie Catherine yes. O'Hara Catherine O'Hara yeah. is also one oh, of the absolute amazing, best. amazing and, and I was told in the scene where they where they first arrived at the hotel the only direction they were giving is uh, you know uh, they arrive and they have trouble with their credit card right, right. Uh-huh. and that's it and, and then they have to Ed go Ed Begley Jr. played the, um, uh, the manager. Uh, manager yeah that's yeah. hilarious and she's going no that's the good one that's the good one <laughs> right, right. Like, the rest of the cards are terrible and over. <laughs> That's the good card. I, I, I paid the bill. Don't they give you two notices? No. <laughs> right. But now, at this point, we have had uh, three uh, stars from Best in Show in our studio. Yeah. Jane, Eugene, and Fred Willard have all been in our studio. Fred so Willard is a yeah. scream. Yeah, he is. He has encyclopedic reference level. He's, he, he has the most obscure information running around in his head. He's a very entertaining guy. And, and, let's, uh, the, and, and I even commend you even further for being able to be on a set with all of these people, and I'm sure you have the same effect with the others, and not not laughter yeah. ex- the exchange where you're revealing you don't your porn want past. to you don't yeah you don't you want to it, blow anybody's stuff right, but right. so yeah you're scared into not Jesus. laughing uh, uh, well before we let go uh, Jane go I, I gotta play this clip one more time you know Andy I've been thinking about your problem <laughs> I think I might have a solution for you mm. you ever heard of the term buddy it's what it's what? a special friend we no, I haven't heard that term. And you know what? You know what I love about that. And as Casey had mentioned before, and facial expressions are almost everything. <laughs> yeah. But the way when you say the f word, the way you uh, tuck your, <laughs> you overdo the f. f. It's yes. just like you tuck your, your your teeth over your bottom lip. It's just, oh, it's great. I Did, love Steve's uh, uh, response. Swa. <laughs> I think you spell that S W A A H. Swa. Swa. Oh, well, I wouldn't want to think of that. I, I, I don't, don't want to. I don't want to. Um, <laughs> Jane, keep doing what you do. Oh, thank you so much. You're you amazing. Guys are great. We're, we're so you. glad you came here this morning. Oh. Uh, it's Jane Lynch. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. This is so fun. Have, have a good time at the uh, uh, the film festival this weekend. Congratulations. Thanks. Yes, oh, Thank you so much. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. French Creek Outfitters in Phoenixville has everything you need for the great outdoors and beyond. All the big name brands, they have them. Visit FrenchCreekOutfitters.com for additional info. French Creek Outfitters, why take a chance with anybody else? Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. There was uh, something on the uh, on Oprah yesterday. It was David Blaine, David right? Blaine was on uh, Oprah. Who broke the world record for holding his breath. 17 minutes. 17 minutes and like four, four seconds. seconds. Beat it by 30 seconds, I think. Right. So he's on, and he's a, he's just a dynamic speaker to begin with. Oh, sure. So it was, it was riveting. But uh, yeah, he, he did the uh, submersion in water. And I didn't realize, I didn't think it was humanly, I thought it was some sort of stunt. But yeah. I guess it is, you, you, you were talking about the, the deep sea, I mean the deep divers. The free divers. The free divers. Yeah. Uh, that they can do this. I had no idea a human could survive 
holding their breath for 17 minutes. Not only that, the guys that, that do the free diving, Steve, they say that as they the deeper they go, it compresses their lungs and they get to like the size of like a baseball. Yeah. It's, it's got to be good for you. Yeah, oh, of course. It's got to be awesome. But it's kind of like it, having a truck roll over you. It's uh, Physically, it's just got to rip you apart. But you had said, well, I have a clip of him talking about this yeah. on Oprah. But, uh, you may want to turn it down if you're listening at home because you know, Blaine just screams. Was this his, uh, was this he, after or he, before? This is or? after. He's describing what it's like and what, what, what happens as far as the pain level goes is it painful holding your breath you know when it becomes really painful <laughs> at the end mm-hmm. yeah. during the end when your co2 is starting to build up in your yeah. body that's when it's the fight so mm-hmm. i would say the last six minutes is when even though i have to remain perfectly still that's when i'm actually fighting the hardest really yeah, and then if you see me start to do these convulsions, then, that, then that's the real hardest part. By the way, didn't he be really, used to be really fat, right? <laughs> yeah. Your body has the urge to breathe, and it's overwhelming. So you're fighting really hard to override what your brain is telling you your body needs to do. But he successfully broke the world record. Successfully broke the record. Now he, sent a, he announced on uh, Oprah's show, Oprah, that he's going to go for the sleep deprivation record. Of 11 days without sleep. Isn't this all this stuff going to kill this guy? Yeah. And then she asked, you have like a death wish, you know, and he, he just, he likes to push his body to the extreme. Uh, can, is there a record currently? I assume there, I guess there is. And eventually, I mean, what, for sleep going without sleep yeah. can sure. kill you. Yeah. My, my, uh, my brother's friend went for like three days uh, without sleep. And uh, I think it was because he had like too many, you know, mushrooms and LSD <laughs> back that, in the yeah. day. Well, that's how Blaine is training. Yeah. A lot of mushrooms and LSD. <laughs> but it was like it, more of like a stress thing, you know, like, he, he, yeah. you know, he had taken it. Maybe well, he, he couldn't he, sleep. Yeah. I mean, so. he, he didn't actively try to stay awake. He just couldn't. He had uh, insomnia it, of some sort. It's yeah. excruciating. It's yeah. uh, Now we get so tired with this stuff that I'll be doing like the old man thing sitting on the couch uh-huh. you know and like i see the opening credits you know i two and a half men and then the credits roll at the end I'm like what the hell happened <laughs> was there a show there your time disappeared yeah, yeah totally gone you know what there was uh speaking of uh, the the sleep and following sleep thing there's a, a guy that i know who uh a girl that he started dating not that long ago uh recently went uh to her family that was out of town went and stayed at their house and apparently this this gal's brother has you ever heard of night terrors before oh. Oh, yeah. yeah. Horrifying. Apparently, apparently he has night terrors, and in the middle of the, the night, was doing that. Yeah. Got, Wait, got waking up, up screaming. Screaming, running around, w- fell down the stairs oh. of the house, and was like flailing around, and apparently to the uh, the girlfriend, it was just like, yeah, that's what happens. Wow. And, and uh, So he, she's used to it at this point? I, I guess so, but, but he had to go and subdue him. So that he didn't hurt himself, or, or they'll or, start going that that much where they they can flail and start inflicting pain on other people. Absolutely, I just shoot him. No, yeah. and, and uh, subdued the guy and held, Let's go held, back to bed. Held him on the ground. <laughs> you goofy brothers running around the jackass. Wait one second. Everyone go to bed. <laughs> I, it's a flesh wound. You pussies. Shot him in the shoulder. Held him on the ground. Wouldn't kill him. And uh, and then you know uh, eventually you know the guy calmed down and they they got him to go up and, and go to bed and fall asleep and the next morning no recollection none whatsoever. They've been of, doing like what happened. Desperate Housewives has had a, a storyline of you know where where the, the sleepwalking and and I guess does does most of this come from like sleep apnea? I don't uh, think so. No, I don't think so. I mean, or, or does it? Is it just when you're stressed or what? Because night terrors is that basically a nightmare gone. Yes. A rye, a uh, muck? It's it's a, a nightmare that you're living in. For some reason, your subconscious mind uh, 
it, it takes over. You don't. You're not aware that you are. You know, awake and up and. and are your and, eyes open? And, and, yeah, eyes okay. are open. You're looking around, and there's videos. You can go uh, go to YouTube and search on uh, on night busty Asians? on busty Asians, oh, yeah. and you'll find people screaming. No, uh, but it's it's a, a syndrome of some sort. I've had sleepwalking issues in my life. I've never had night terrors, and but sleepwalking is just weird because it's basically like you're that part of your life is um, a blackout. It, you right. just don't remember it at all. And and I would have full on conversations with my family. I, I went down into the bathroom one time and my dad was, you know, it was really weird conversation. I went up to my dad and was accusing him of doing all sorts really? of things. Yeah. Woke up with pubic hair in your mouth? No. no <laughs> nothing like that. No, that uh, was this th- morning. Yeah, <laughs> it was yesterday. <laughs> what is this? Um, Red hair? Was I in Scotland? <laughs> <laughs> Why am I wearing a kilt? <laughs> <laughs> You'll never get what's happened to me. This pasty white hairy nipple guy from the States just went down on me. He looks so puffy and frail. I thought it was a chick. Uh, so you've, you've had and no recollection of it at all? Did he told you about it? Well, uh, I mean, I had full-on conversations with him and my brothers, and uh, you know, there was just—it was just really bizarre. And then I grabbed this this glass with that was filled for some reason with soapy water, and then I chugged it down. Oh, and they were like, what are you doing? Wow! And but I just—I don't, well, don't remember it at all. That's another thing: sleep eating. There, yeah. are, pe- there are people that will do that. Will yep. eat yeah. and not know it. They or... just did a, a feature on this on on the news where press and people will, and they'll not just like go and just take a potato chip or whatever. Like they'll eat a cake. Yeah, like I, I, you know, they'll they'll wake up and there'll be an entire plate empty that had food on it, and and they'll be like, "Who ate that?" And it's them. Well, what happens if you do something and you break the law while you're sleepwalking? This, this there, happened. There are you remember in the past we've talked about this dude about people about the people that have sex while they're asleep uh-huh. and yeah. don't know that they're doing it. There there are people that have tried to use that defense against rape. That's they right. Were, That's right. It <laughs> was me. I, I was just I dreamt I was playing golf before I knew it. I had two heads in the duffel bag. <laughs> <laughs> no, there there are people who have have claimed that they were not uh, uh, lucid. They were not awake. They were not aware of what they were doing. They tried to evade, put, evade a murder. That's the that's the gray someone. area. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, they raped someone. I don't know about. Murder have they, there was maybe? a mur- there was one it was it was I think I was in in Europe uh, and uh, they were trying to use that as the defense. Uh, the guy woke up with blood on him. He had killed oh. someone and a knife in his hand. Jesus. Wow! Hang on, let me get a couple of calls. I got uh, Todd on the line. Hey Todd, how you doing, man? Hey, how's it going? Good. What's up, bud? Uh, I just had the same I had the same dream repeatedly for like the last month. Yeah. And my son came. My son was staying with me over the weekend, and he he was sleeping. It was about five in the morning. And I'm having this dream. Well, he woke me up because he was thirsty. Well, I thought I was doing this dream, and I just woke up, and I just started screaming in his face for over a minute. Now, were, were you aware you were doing that? Not at, not at first. Yeah. Not at first. And then my girlfriend had woken up and just seen me screaming at my son's face, and then in total shock of whether he didn't know whether to cry or laugh. It was well, the most... Funniest thing we would ever. I'm sure your son was. As he was defecating in his pants, he was chuckling like a maniac. Ah, Daddy, you need to yell at me more. But like him, I guess people can wake up in mid-activity, in mid-you know talking, eating, whatever it might be, and just be confused and go, "Yeah, all right, how did this happen? I don't know where I am, and I don't know how it got here." I've never had that happen, but I, I assume it would be incredibly troubling, like unnerving, to find yourself. 
you know, like someplace where you didn't go to sleep. Well, I've I've had uh, I've I've sleepwalked. I think maybe once in my life, one that I remember, and I just remember trying to open the door and couldn't get it open. And the Andy next grand concert. And the next thing I <laughs> next thing I know, I'm awake doing it, and I'm like, oh, how the hell did this happen? Yeah, it was really strange. But the best is. Uh, when people do start talking in their sleep, is you're, you know you, who they're talking to, oh, yeah. you know what's going on. You can control and it. And carry on a conversation <laughs> yeah. with them. It is so funny because it's, it, it's nonsense. Right. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's usually, it makes no sense at all, but you kind of try to you know, egg it on and, and keep things going. I've had that happen Hey, Nick, why times. don't you go down on that Scotsman? Mind if I do. That's haggis you're eating, buddy. Let me go to, I have a psych student who says they can give us some information on uh, night terrors. I have Becca on the line. Hey, Becca, how you doing? Hey, guys. Hey, what's up, Becca? Um, Are you asleep now? (laughs) (laughs) I just woke up. Actually, I'm on my way to my psych class right now. I'm a little late, and I was listening to you guys talk about this on the radio. Yep. Um, Less so TV. I'm sorry? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, we recently went over night terrors, actually. Uh, They say that it's linked to a less level of dopamine in the brain. Okay. And that it actually, later in life, people who experience night terrors would experience anxiety attacks and would actually have general um, anxiety disorders. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, so this could be the because this can be the first step in a pro, people who are prone to night terrors are also prone to eventually have uh, yeah, anxiety attacks same, as well. Yeah, the same medication that they prescribe for people who have night terrors actually have out with anxiety attacks too. So that actually helps with the link for the scientists. So okay, all right, cool. I, I'm not I'm not quite up to speed on yeah. it, but. That's enough. Well, hey, that's something what? to do with the brain chemistry, I guess. I mean, you know, when I went to uh, when when it was happening to me, I went to a sleep specialist, and they, they they ran a whole series of tests on me. But the first question that the specialist asked me was, uh, <laughs> "Who <are> you?" <laughs> no. Come on, man! Have you How been much Scotland? can you fit in your mouth? No. How much can you bench press? <laughs> that was the last time you were in Scotland. <laughs> he asked me, um, uh, "Who's Is your tongue normally hairy?" <laughs> Jesus! Oh, oh, go ahead. God. Sorry about that. Well, you know, you can't you just I know, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Never set set yourself up like that. Or, no, maybe just shouldn't talk at all. <laughs> <laughs> semaphore, semaphore, my friend. He asked me, um, who's been giving me the drugs at school? And, you know, I, really? middle school or, or early high school, then it was happening. And he was convinced that I was on drugs, that I'd been taking, you know, then smoking a lot of pot or just because it was it was like a parallel universe. It was like a, a different dimension that I'd gone into. And, and I really had no recollection of what was going on at all. And it was, you know, I know you don't drink, Steve, but every now and then when you drink too much, you black out and you can have a similar right. uh, instance happen. And, and it's just it, it's that that's happened to me a few times in my life. And it is absolutely terrifying. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. Let me go next to uh, Dan. Hey, Dan, good morning. Monkey pick ass. Hey! <laughs> I haven't heard that in a while. Dan, what's going on, man? Um, not much. Uh, I was I uh, took a psych class in college, and they said uh, night terrors is actually not related to dreaming or anything at all like that. It's actually a genetic predisposition that you have, hmm. uh, much more related, much close, more closely related to sleepwalking or something like that. So, did, did they explain what, what causes you to get up and, and or, or to have this violent reaction? What's your body trying to achieve or, or compensate for when it does this? Uh, I don't I don't remember anything like that. You were but, asleep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> of course, it was psych class. I mean, come on. All um, right, because to me it's fascinating that you could be that detached yeah. 
Well, they they show if you if you watch uh, sleep study videos of them uh, filming people doing this. I mean, they'll get up, sit up, and just kind of look around like like something you know somebody just jumped out with a gun or something like that, and they're terrified, and their eyes are wide open. And they're also Steve, you'll see them like lashing out at stuff, like grabbing really? it, grabbing at things, yeah. and it's it's really disturbing actually because they're and and uh, I've seen them knock stuff off of uh, you know counters and and uh, you know knock the the full mattress off the bed and stuff because it, it can be flailing and violent. I'd be scared crapless if well, someone so did much it. so that. That they absolutely cannot sleep in bed with their, you know, with their wife or, or husband. Is that like with the? Uh, there's also the thing where they, they have the, the people who kick in their sleep, who flail their oh, restless yeah. leg syndrome. Leg syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's connected, but uh, but definitely it's it's something along those lines. Uh, let me go to. Uh, I have uh, Kurt on the line. Hey, Kurt, how you doing? Hey, what's up? Hey, Kurt. Yeah, What's going on, Kurt? My dad takes the sleep aid, I think it's Ambien or something, and he will, like, get in his car, drive to Wawa to get, like, cigarettes and soda and have no recollection of it. And, in fact, one time he sideswiped the car, ripped off, like, the passenger side mirror and had no recollection of it. Now, it's pretty odd. Did, did did the police come to try to find out what happened or... No, I think he just, like, drove away. <laughs> <laughs> he was sleep driving. I guess so. It happens. And also, and also, he would, like, order, like, random things off of the internet and be surprised, like, a week or two. <laughs> yeah. Like, random things that come. Sure. I believe it. That's I why I joined all those porn sites. Yeah. I was yeah, asleep. Ah, I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, midget sex? Why would I go on that? I see midgets having sex. Uh, let me go to <laughs> Eric. Hey, Eric, good morning. Good morning, you guys rock. Hey, what's going on, Eric? No, I just wanted to share a story with you. Actually, I actually do sleepwalk a lot. I actually got caught a couple times actually going down in the refrigerator, getting food out of the refrigerator, coming upstairs, actually sitting in bed, and, like, it got caught, like, eating in bed. And a couple times, like, my ex-girlfriend told me, like, uh, that she caught me a couple times actually, like, going to the bathroom inside. Like, she caught me, like, going right... Do you know the last caller? <laughs> <laughs> you guys are using the same medication. Well, that's uh, that yeah, can, that's the that same can, thing. That can be a problem, absolutely, so, or actually, yeah. or actually. Uh, but no, I mean it can it can get violent. It's a really weird little syndrome. I want to see. We're going to take a break here in a second, but I want to see if we can find like some videos yeah. of, of uh, people having these attacks. I'd love to see that and put them up on the website because it's it's kind of uh, weird. But but David Blaine, to get back to how we started this whole thing, yeah. he's going to try and go for deprivation for sleep deprivation for eleven days to break the record, and that's uh, and now and yeah, so that's that's going to be on live TV, apparently. That's the world record. Okay. Well, um, I, I, I have no idea when he's going to plan on doing that, but I would imagine you'd have to take a rest between breaking the world record. Oh, he's going to do it, record. but he says he's going to sleep during it. Oh, yes. Yeah. That should be good. That'll yeah. undermine the importance of the achievement. For 50-plus years, MMR has owned the Stones. And now, and now, you can own the Stones with a free pair of tickets. Listen to Win Your Way In to see the Rolling Stones, July 23rd in Philadelphia. Tune in at 8 a.m. when Preston and Steve reveal the winning Stone song of the day and the hour it will play. Listen for MMR to play it from a vinyl copy of Honk, their new greatest hits album. 25th caller picks up the record and two tickets to see the Rolling Stones. When we spin, you win. Only from 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. I have to ask a question because I've never 
heard of this before, and I have to word this gently. But uh, Casey, I guess it was you that mentioned. Are you this. technically no. homosexual? Is it possible you're bisexual? No, it's not no, that. That is right, not I'm what. Sorry. I'm it might have been sure. a question. No, uh, no. The question is, Casey had mentioned a type of tree. Oh yes, the yeah. other day that apparently has a certain odor to it, an aroma. Uh, that uh, <laughs> that was described and and I seminal I, fluid. I did a double take and I'm like, what are what? you talking about? Yes, yeah. if you if you if and the way it was worded, if you if you take uh, seminal fluid and its nickname, which starts with the letter C and is uh, three uh, three letters, there was, Casey said basically, hey, what's that tree that smells like C? Or something like. Well, you've heard of a lines. gum, a gum tree. Yes, yeah. this is its cousin. Yes, <laughs> that's right. And apparently, how? Where? How the well, hell did this conversation come? Preston, up? What were you talking about? I'm, I, I'm talking about this tree, and I, I believe Chuck D'Amico was in the studio. Well, I mean, when, why when were you talking this. about a tree? Didn't somebody say it to you? Well, yeah, well, I was. I was in Cape May over the weekend, and my friend and I were riding bikes to uh, to a little deli, and we we turned the corner, <laughs> and you, you you just got smacked in the face with this aroma, and it wasn't like unpleasant, but it was like, wait a second, that <laughs> smells that before. That smells familiar. <laughs> ah, I and love then, it. And then, Reminds me of summer camp. Yeah. Oh. But my friend goes, oh, man, there's that tree that smells like C. And I was like, yeah, what is that? I'm like, I have totally smelled that before. Ah, and uh, Well, well, yeah. you said it. What? He immediately, Chuck, Chuck immediately, Domingo, he, he then, says his then neighborhood is. When it was repeated a couple of times in ensuing conversations, uh, <laughs> subsequent <laughs> conversations, people were like, oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I, I've never, I've never heard of that, and I said something to you, my. Hu- you, as a woman, would have only heard of the V tree. Yeah. No, yeah. no, I've never heard of that. I've never heard of it. Never smelt it before. But when I said it to my husband last night, um, he, Casey knew exactly what you were talking about. Okay. Yeah. So uh, we're we're not all crazy. And and Chuck, he, apparently, his neighbor, he lives in Barrington, New Jersey. He says his neighborhood is just covered in this stuff. Really? Yeah. You know, I I'm sorry, and and maybe I don't have that sharp of a palate, but. I don't think I'd recognize the smell of your, that. Your particular... olfactory senses are no. not up to snuff. I didn't no. think it had a smell. I does it? I well, uh, not that I know of. It, Kathy, uh, uh, yeah, I guess it does. Mm, God, so well, listen, it was it was it was pronounced enough to to remind, and they say the strongest mnemonic correlation is with uh, memory odor. senses are with odor. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So, so, and you, you immediately got and summer that, camp. Right. Okay. <laughs> summer camp, that big burly man yeah. from overseas spoke with a thick accent. <laughs> His mustache smelled like uh, tobacco. <laughs> this won't hurt a bit. This, this is how we do it in our country. <laughs> Hang on. Let me go. It's to, getting hot in here. <laughs> let me go to a few calls because our, our phones are lighting up like crazy right now. Let me go to Stefan. Hey, Stefan. Hey, what's up? I can commiserate with Casey on a uh, spunk tree. <laughs> there we spunk go. Is a, spunk. There That's we go. Right. Okay. All right. That works. L- legitimately, yeah, they're in Arizona, too. I'd walk outside thinking, like, I had a, maybe a stain on me or something. <laughs> I wouldn't uh, know what that smells what, like. What, what does the tree, is it, 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 what does it look like? Uh, it, it just, honestly, it represents any other tree you see around a neighborhood. It's just the scent is it's indescribable. All right, so so it, it, but it immediately smelled because there 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 is there has I've experienced that 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 uh, odor. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's not as as distinct as others, but you said immediately you can tell it's that. Yeah, I mean, it's not like a tree that smells like farts or something like that which would like, be wait, awesome. Yeah, yeah that, that would be really awesome. cool. Um but ah! 
but it has it has a distinct odor, and uh, and and it's I, I've never smelled anything like it. And well, and, apparently you have because you correlated it with some kind of a fluid. It yeah. was a spunk tree. Yeah. The spunk tree. I just commiserated with my friend. I'm gonna go to Jeff. Hey Jeff, how you doing? Hey, the whistles go. Woo! Hey, <laughs> what's going on, Jeff? Uh, I got to commiserate with Casey here. The uh, the distant cousin of the gum tree yes. is definitely a real thing. What's uh, it called? Do we know the name of it? It's some sort of ginkgo tree, if I'm not mistaken. Ginkgo? No. Well, ginkgos yeah. ginkgos are really stinky. Ginkgos are are, are a Japanese tree, and and you'd recognize them because of uh, they, they they don't look like normal trees, uh, North American trees. They look they look they have weird... Is someone smell spunk. <laughs> <laughs> they very weirdly shaped. Not to tell of properly. <laughs> very weirdly shaped and uniquely shaped uh, leaves and uh, branches, and but they don't they they just stink. They flat out smell bad. I don't know if they smell like um, spunk oh. or not. Somebody hmm. sent a. Uh, uh, a note in here that says they line the walk the walkways to the parking lot at to West attract hookers. No, at Westchester <laughs> University. Huh? Oh, I don't know. Let me go to. Uh, <laughs> I smelled a lot of that there. <laughs> Let me go to Laura. Hey, Laura. Good morning. That idiot can't even get there. You, <laughs> you have that problem too. What's going on, Laura? Um, I just want to thank Casey because I've had conversations about this with people. So many conversations, and I thought I was the only one that smelled that. Oh, okay. Never heard of anybody smelling. And you and you correlated it to that bodily fluid. Definitely. Wow. I want to smell this. Wow. I'm gonna have to. I, I I'm gonna have to in order to to number one know what that smells like. Like and I wonder, can you just bring like a branch in? Or yeah, something? like a branch or some bark. Well, here's what you can do. Somebody give me a cup. Yeah. <laughs> Let's have smell a smell that. test. It, 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 Kathy, it smells exactly like it. Once you have some of Preston's, hang on. Let you me don't go, go back. Let me go to Tracy. Ew. Hi, Tracy. Good You've morning. tried the rest. Now try the best. Hey, what's the dealio, Tracy? Dude, this weekend I have um, my one friend from Georgia up, and we were in a car getting ready to go down to the beach. Whoa, that is a word. I don't know if you know this or not that we can't use on the radio, Tracy. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> She's trying to be tactful with the other word. It drops the f bomb. <laughs> What the F is another word for C? And they're like, what do you mean that smell? I'm like, it smells like sperm. And my boyfriend was the next to me. He's like, what? I'm like, yeah, it smells like your sperm. And he was just like, what are you talking about? I'm like, okay, you know, like when you're finishing and you're like, you like. Yeah, we got you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tracy. 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 We get it. All right. <laughs> It smells like yeah. We got yeah, you. So and it smells and, like your your boyfriend specifically. Did, did he agree? Well, he didn't know what I was talking about, but my friend she knew exactly what I was talking about. I, yeah, you would assume that women would be more familiar with this odor, you know, at least because the chances of face to proximity. Yeah. <laughs> Let me go to Jamie. Hi, Unless, Jamie. I don't know. Hi, Jamie. And boom goes the dynamite. That's yes. right, baby. <laughs> What's going on? Guys, the tree you're talking about is a chestnut tree. I have three of them really? in my backyard. Just a regular chestnut tree? So those are really nuts? <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was a, was a word. It is awful. We have three of them in our backyard. And this time of year, they start to bloom. And you can smell them. I, I, I distinctly remember having a conversation with my mom. And this was horrifying. I was like, what is that smell? And she's like, that's the chestnut tree. Listen, listen, you can hear them blooming. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I love walking to the park around this time of year. (laughs) 
trees are blooming. But what did what did your mom say, Jamie? Well, then we had a really um, delicate conversation about what that smell smells like, and it was kind of an awkward situation. Did you, was your mom aware of it as well? Could oh, she? Yeah, yeah. Wow. As soon as I mentioned it, she's like, oh, yeah, you know what that smells like. I'm like, you know. yeah, I do. I mean, I was married at this point. It was no big surprise, but it was just, it's awful. They're all over. We live in the woods, and they're all over back well, there. It's, it's kind of sad to hear that the that it's related to a smell that's unpleasant, so yeah. that, uh, you know, we... I, I I always thought it was uh, wonderful. Let me go to Dan. Hey, Dan, how you doing? Hey, good morning there, brother. Hey, what's up, brother? How you doing? Good. Uh, the funny thing is I can't believe you guys are talking about this. My brother and I were down at my, my stepbrother's wedding about uh, six months ago, and we both are just pulling up there, and we're like, wow, there's a weird smell in the air. And we get out of his car, and all of a sudden it hits us both at the same time. I was like... Dude, that smells like hot sex. What the hell is that? <laughs> it smells like hot, hot sex. sex. <laughs> I, I kind of know what that smells like. The sex <laughs> smell oh is... I mean, and, that's like, and then when you guys first said this, like, there's a tree out there that smells like, you know, you know, you know the... The, <laughs> yeah. 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 Entire, the entire time we're in the wedding, we're both like the groups. We're sitting there trying to think of a really funny word for what the odors were like it's spalagi or it's canopy we're just sitting there making up words <laughs> spalagi like we get done we're like dude we're never going this place again it smells like hot sex all day long here oh my god right, well I, then i need to find out where a grove of these are where where if, if anybody listening knows a, a, about a location that's in proximity maybe to the balakimwood area so i can go swing by <laughs> And and no. and get a, a whiff of it for myself. I would think just for safety concerns, if you're growing these trees, you should grow rubber trees right near them. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta be you gotta be yeah. careful for, these for days. a prophylactic uh... a rubber tree plant. <laughs> oh wait a minute, I'm looking at a definition. Is this Urban Dictionary? Yeah, semen tree. Semen <laughs> tree. Well, that's pretty straight ahead. Uh, it says another name for the Bradford pear and oh. or and ornamental pear tree. I think that's what somebody had said the other way. Here comes here comes Chuck. Chuck knows what he's talking about. Yeah, not a chestnut. Characterized by greenish white flowers, <laughs> which smell like a cross between. Yeah, all right. I'm not yeah. reading that part. Uh, oh, <laughs> you can read this part. Well, it says it, it says the, the the fluid that we're talking about. It says and also rotting fried shrimp. Oh, <laughs> Rot- is, common, that, is that what we smell like? No. Common throughout so. the South, these trees are pleasantly located near eateries and other fine establishments. Yummy. Chuck, you you uh, know what this yeah, is? Yeah, it's a pear tree. When they did my street, they put one of these out front of every single house. <gasps> it grows pears or? No, it doesn't okay. bear any fruit. It's just okay. part of the name. But, it, you know, the little strip of grass between the uh, sidewalk and the street? Yeah. yeah. Every single house has one now. You love oh. the smell of your own fart. <laughs> <laughs> so your neighborhood smells like hot sex? Yeah, for about a block. Yeah. <laughs> really? It's, it's an ornamental flowering tree, right? And they, they, yes. they'll put it in office parks and up and down sidewalks and in towns and things like that. Chuck, okay. Yeah, so it's fairly on, on, on thin. On a basic uh, olfactory level, do, 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 do you think that would serve as some sort of aphrodisiac? Would that, in other words, do, since it reminds you <laughs> of hot you sex, do, w- w- would it? Do you, do, do you think it would well, work? Well, not for me, certainly, no. It's, yeah. I mean, it's, it only smells when it blooms, and it only blooms for about a, maybe a week or so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. So, so not very long. Then, so, then now's the time. Yeah, we have to go smell it now. Yeah, let me go to... <laughs> go smell it now. Allison. Hi, Allison. Good morning. Hi. Hi. penis so small. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently not when it's a chestnut tree. What's going on, Allison? 
Um, I went to school in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, and it was as if it was part of the campus tour. Like, freshman year, all the upper class were like, here's the bookstore, and you have to smell this tree. It's unbelievable. <laughs> so it was that much of a, of, a, of, a, of a known situation that you were told ahead of time, go smell the spunk tree. Exactly, because you'd be walking around on your way to class, and you'd be like, is that a dorm window open? Like, what is going on? Let me... Let me- let me ask you something. If you approach the tree from one side, if you walked around the other side, would it smell like ass? <laughs> <laughs> Only if it was really dirty. <laughs> I'm just wondering how these things are laid out. It would stand to reason, right? Yeah, well, yes. Yeah, whatever end you're coming Maybe in Logically, yeah. yes. Let me go to John. Hey, John, how you doing? Good. How you guys doing? Good. What's up, buddy? Good. I was about uh, 10 years old, and we have a lot of uh, there's sperm trees around us. <laughs> and uh, my 82-year-old grandmother at the time, I had no idea what sperm was. I was 10 years old. <laughs> yeah, right. Walking through the park, and she goes to me, look, Johnny, there's one of them sperm trees. This is my 82-year-old grandma talking. Your this is your grandmother. My 82-year-old grandmother. And I had no idea what it was. And, you know, you get older, and you realize, and you look back on it and say, my 82-year-old grandma said that to me. <laughs> well, so that is funny. Uh and well, I even gave him a kiss on the cheek. <laughs> well, I, Not with that mouth. There are instant messages coming in. Uh, there's one that says, it's a, well, you could call them bukkake trees. <laughs> bukkake trees. Well, that's a Japanese name. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, also, somebody says that they're all over Villanova's campus. Really? I don't know exactly where I can go, because I'm not going to roam, go roaming around Villanova's campus looking for the Where, where are the trees that smell like spunk? <laughs> yeah. Just use this right here, son. Excuse me, father. We have a situation over here. I want to smell trees that smell like spunk. <laughs> so That's anyway. right now. Kathy, if you, if you were to smell that smell, would do you think that would prompt... A, a response mentally, or, or, or would would that heighten? Nah. Would that serve as a fer- like a pheromone? Nah, I don't oh, think God, so. No. I don't think so. But I might I might be able to pick it out. All right. Well, then we got to find that because it, I, number one, I also want to find out if it is indeed the chestnut tree or this was an Asian pear tree, Bradford pear, Bradford, Bradford pear tree. So I, I don't really know, but apparently. It's quite prevalent. I mean, the phone All calls the are, they're just littered with people that, have, that know exactly what we're talking about. So you're not crazy. I mean, that's... All right. I like Brian's out. description. Yeah. Where is it? Brian, I'm call uh, five, line five. Right, let me go to him real quick. Uh, hey, Brian, how you doing, man? Good. Mazel tov. Mazel tov. What's up, buddy? Uh, just a little help you out with the spooge tree. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's not so much the fresh discharge. It's more like the day after when it's been uh, sitting in a T-shirt and crushed. Oh, you're a T-shirt man, too, oh huh? My God. What's up, brother? Nasty. Nasty. <laughs> uh, form an organization. Meet at some place on Thursday evenings. Yeah, right, well, well, I'm, I'm a sock freak. I'm going to have to go and, and uh, sample the, the odor of this particular tree if I can find one anywhere. Right, but uh, thank you for you for your tips. Yes. What's new? Glad you asked. Rival Sons. Godsmack. The Revivalists. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. There was an interesting story that surfaced <laughs> last night, and it was it was almost sort of a sort of an epiphany. To Wait, hear. so this happened last night? No, no, no. The story surfaced last night. Okay, and as as much as we as we joke about uh, you know Nick being effeminate and and a possibly metrosexual uh, sashaying o- over to the gay side, it's loving, it's obviously the love shaft. <laughs> it's it's obviously not true at all. He's got a drop. Are dead. you technically not a homosexual? <laughs> Is it possible you're, you're bisexual? He's got a drop dead gorgeous wife. He yeah. loves. 
loves women. He's got, you know, a child and all this, but... But he likes the occasional ball sack. But listen. <laughs> listen, listen to this story. Kathy, you haven't heard this yet. No, I, I heard, like, a, the beginning part of it, and I was like, what? What? But, all right, so tell me. I went to Baltimore last weekend, and I was hanging out with uh, a bunch of guys that uh, I've been friends with for a while. And uh, we're, we went to the ball game, and, and you know, we're drinking all day, and then we go out to a bar afterwards. Two buddies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, there was a guy at the bar afterwards who knew one of the guys that I was with. And I, I think I'd met him once or twice before. But okay, an acquaintance. Yeah, I didn't really know him. He's, he's married and has two kids. And um, and we just oh. start having a conversation, and and two seconds into the conversation, uh, I can tell that he's wrecked. I mean, I, I I'd had a couple beers, but I was sober enough to carry on a conversation, and he was hammered. He was r- really about you know a, a few minutes away from passing out. So um, we're briefly in the conversation, and um, and and he, it's weird, and I I'm getting a weird vibe from him, and I kind of want to end the conversation, and I'm away what, what, from all my buddies. What's the weird vibe? I, well, I'll tell you. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> well, what what what? Just to, so I can contextualize this, what's his body language like as he's talking to you? Is he, uh, way is too he, close. Steve. Way too close. Yeah, all a, right. a close talker, and and um and for a guy that I don't know, uh, you know, he's got his hand on my shoulder, and I think sure. maybe that he's just doing that because he's stumbling and he's that drunk. Um, but, uh, you know, we're right. Uh, he's much too close to, to talking to me and he's like leaning in and, and you're, un- you're uncomfortable at this point. Yeah, very already, much so. Right. And, and it's, it's kind of a loud bar, but he's leaning in and talking right. in my ear a little bit. And I'm like, yeah, and his breath was, you know, stunk of alcohol and cigarettes. It was very and- warm on your nuts. <laughs> <laughs> well, funny you should say yeah. that, Steve, because that's kind of what he wanted. He, he, uh, he makes a pass at me and I'm like, what? did he just really just make a pass at me? Like what? How do you mean a pass? Well, it was pretty direct, Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> he uh he he asked me where I was staying and I was staying in north of the city with with my my buddies and uh and he said I'm staying right around the corner and I said okay and he said do you want to uh you want to go get a beer back at the uh the hotel bar and I was like no I'm just going to hang out with my with my friends here and uh and he said do you want to go back to my room and I was like no and he and then he just leans in and, and I'll paraphrase <gasps> but he he just go he leans in and he says will you give me yeah. So what? he's he's requesting you, and I, which I think, by the way, <gasps> is is definitely inappropriate. He should have oh, offered you. This is our first encounter. If yeah. you want to make it special, you give it to me. <laughs> Gay. <laughs> Gay. <laughs> Take his pants off. That's did you just do that? I've ever I just heard. did. That was awesome. <laughs> I was wondering why you kept running out of the Gay! 
I don't know. How many times do I have to tell you he can sing? Thank you. I like his voice. All right, so hold on a second. What I was going to ask was, are you sure he wasn't joking? Oh, I'm sure. No, that, yeah, that's no, what, I what you're describing. Yeah. That is not. That scenario does not indicate a joke. Well, here's uh, how I know. Is, I, is your phone blowing up? My wife writes me a text. She says, "Why did you not tell me this?" <laughs> you didn't tell her. Nice to hear it on the radio first. You know what? It was. It was a story that, like, I guess from I the pages it. of today's headlines. <laughs> no, no, no. But I didn't even tell anybody until last night. I, I told you guys, and, and well, because you wanted to leave it as an option. Was well, it like a repressed <laughs> drunken? Got his number. Was it a repressed drunken memory? I think yeah. so. <laughs> Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No. So he, um, I, I leaned I, when he said that to me. When he asked that of me, I. Uh, well, I just said, I, I said what you know, and he's like, will, will you, will you do that? And uh, and I was like, no, I'm you still, know, I'm still not now. So, so, so Nick, so uh, he asked this un- very uncomfortable thing to you. Yeah. Um, how 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 long were you into it before you pushed his oh, genitals I walked, I walked through your away. face? <laughs> Walk no, away. Did you just you just you, you didn't even say anything? No, no, no. I, I said what, and he and he, he said what he said again, and I was like, dude, no, and, and, and I just walked away. And yeah, I was you like, haven't even bought me dinner. No, <laughs> the, the mutual friend that you have. Did you tell him? No, no. Oh. We're all. We're all <laughs> <laughs> We're all in the bar, and I was just like, it was just uncomfortable. And after that, I, w- I went to the bathroom and spent some time. But no, I just I went, I went to the bathroom, and uh, uh, you couldn't even use the glory hole. <laughs> and then I went back to the bar, and I, and then you know everybody kind of gathered. It was just it was a crowded bar, so we, it didn't come up then. You know what's interesting is that is that I mean, it, in a way, that could be flattering. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, they're, they're, hey, he a, didn't ask any of the other guys. Yeah, here's an instant, a, as far as I know, here's but, an instant message that says, "See Nick, you're sexy to all sexes." But that's what I mean. So hot. That's what I mean. You is that a compliment? Since so no, he no. must think that you're gay. No, he was no. wrecked. He, he, here's Why? what it is: he was wrecked, and he might be gay, uh, even though he's married and has two kids. And <laughs> and he was just he was trying to pick. Anybody up, and I, I, I guess I was the best option at the time. Uh, don't say yourself short. I don't know because uh, all right, I have a friend, which well, you guys all know, and please don't say his name. I'll show you who it is. But right. uh, he, he got an email from somebody who who was gay. Now he didn't. He thought he was he was talking to a woman, but he wasn't. He was actually talking to a male uh, on email, and, and this guy was sending an email to him and another gay guy, you know, kind of like propositioning him and stuff like that. And he thought it was a woman. So he's kind of playing around with her. Then he finds out it's a man. And he's like, well, he was like, I'm not gay. You know that, right? And, and the guy was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did know that. But the other person that I was emailing, I knew was gay. So I say to this person, I'm like, no, he thought you were gay. That's yeah. why he was emailing you. And that's why he emailed the other gay person. No, and, and what he said was his cover. That, that's why he, yeah. he, he, he backpedaled on that. Okay, Show right. it to me. Okay. Yeah. Can I see? Yeah, that kind of Re- makes sense. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hang on. Let me, I could see that, though. Let me go to uh, Mike. Hey, Mike, good morning. Good morning, guys. You guys <laughs> Thank you. What's going on, Mike? I feel for you. I used to work at Clemson Park. I was a, uh, a lifeguard there. Okay. I get done work around, let's say it's about 11 o'clock. I'm walking home, and this guy pulls up to me. I'm in my whole attire, flip-flops, lifeguard shorts, whistle, everything. And a guy comes up. He's like, hey, excuse me. Do you know where I can find a bookstore? And I'm looking at him, I'm like, uh, it's kind of late for a bookstore, you know, and and I'm getting this kind of look for him. He goes, 
He's like, no, you know, like a bookstore, bookstore. I was like, you know, and I finally got to deal with what he's talking about. He's like an adult bookstore. I was like, yeah, you know, probably round up on Berlin. And he's like, is there guys there? I was like, yeah, you know, sure, probably. He gets the biggest grin from theater. He goes, yeah, because I love sucking, you know. <laughs> Wow. Thank you. Wow. And I just took off running wow. down the street. <laughs> you ran from him? <laughs> I ran. I took off. I'm in sandals. Yep. And I just took well, off. Well, I got <laughs> I go to B. Dalton's and they don't let you do that. No, though. they don't. They don't. Um... <laughs> that is just, I, I mean, I, I, you know, I don't, I don't have that. You know, need to Whitman sample <laughs> yes, that sort seriously. of deal. Oh no, it would be I, I, impossible I think, for me to get stimulated. Right. So I would think that at least you're by, which there's nothing wrong with. You know. So you, how do you go about the way the way we would go out and meet girls? Right, at, you're at you're saying how difficult it must be for a gay person to find other gay people right. if what's you're your, not in an obvious exactly. gay establishment. What's, yeah. your, what's your opening line? Yeah. I mean, you 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 run a risk. All right. So, well, what about this, Steve? Because I have a friend who uh, <laughs> wanted to find out as well if he was gay or not, and he he, he didn't. If you want to find out, then you probably well, listen, are. No, but listen, listen, <laughs> you know listen, I mean? listen. No, sure. He he. Well, not. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to see if he would like it. Maybe not find out if he was gay. I don't know. But he kissed another guy. He made out with another guy. Full-on tongue kiss. Uh, yeah. And no, he's no. not gay. Like you know what I mean? Like I no, think, no, I, I, I did, think, he said I didn't like it. I, I, I wasn't into it. At that point, Kathy, there's 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 uh, there's late latency issues there. That, yeah. they, 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 listen, you. That doesn't mean that you will be. You know, I think you're perhaps potentially bi. You just you, you just don't go to that well. Or just I, like a little like maybe just a, I would think a little freaky, a little like when I'm at home pleasuring myself to my Brian Dennehy pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I think, geez, am much, I gay? From Tommy Boy. From Tommy yeah. Boy. Yeah. But you wouldn't say that he was gay, or you know. I would say he's probably bi. bi. See, okay. the guy in, in the bar that hit on me, I, I don't I don't know if he was gay or not. I think that he was he was hammered. He might have been on something, you know, like uh, the, the president of the story. I don't think telling. there's a drug on earth <laughs> well, yeah, but that, see, could, that could make me want to go down on you, Nick. <laughs> no, I know. And that's why, you know. <laughs> but well, I think he wanted, he, he wanted, he just wanted... <clears throat> He just wanted it. You know, he wanted to have that performed on him. And by the way, I I just think think that's rude. I think he should have offered to do it to you (laughs) first, Mr. Man. Yeah. But Nick, he could have found a woman. Yeah. Well, so maybe, go find a woman to do that. Why, why is he going to ask well, a man if he's not gay? it's not that easy. It's not that easy to just... You know, guys, are, guys are so understanding. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I'll help you out, buddy. <laughs> I know women, right? They're so difficult. Listen, Bitches. I'll do it. Do you need me to put on some lipstick? I'll do it. Bitches. You know, hard bitches, right? <laughs> uh, let me go to... I, I think... I'm going to go to, yeah, Dave here. Hi, Dave. Good morning. Hey, how you doing? Hey, what's up, Dave? Uh, well, I was I got I was working in a uh, office building for like three years with this guy who was my boss, and we're kind of like hanging out, and, you know, you know, going to work every day. And I would notice like he never he would never talk about women, never look at women. He'd look the other way. If he opened a door, he'd walk through. He'd never hold it for him. We kind of thought he might be gay. Right. After three years of working there, I decide I'm going to move on to another job, and uh, he finds out that me and my wife are having some little bit of problems at home. And I get a phone call one day. I'm driving down the road, and he goes to me. He says, "Yeah, I saw that you were uh, kind of living over your brother-in-law's because he happens to live in the same town I do." Okay. And he sees my car there, and he, he calls me up that day. And he says, "Geez, I was wondering what's going on. I seen you know that you're not there." I'm like, "Yeah, well, this happened. That happened." He says, "Well, you know, I was wondering if you know maybe if 
he had some problems. He starts hemming and hauling back and forth on the phone. And he says, You can't say that. <laughs> a half hour into the story. Jesus Christ, Dave. We went along on this arduous journey. Some unholy unaware of what you can say on the air. What he said is, would you like to go pick out Swatch? <laughs> You're back scratched. No, but listen. Yeah. All right, now, Dave makes point, and I'm going to let him go because Dave doesn't know the rules. But, <laughs> but but it's it as blatant as what was asked of Nick is what his boss asked him. Can, you know, can, can I do this to you or will you do this to yeah. me? As opposed to, hey, let's go out for a drink. Right. And then and see where things go. It's more like, can I do this to you? Yeah. And, and that's. I, just that's, as blatant as you can that's, get. That's over the line. I can't I, believe my, you just said that. My, <laughs> my heart. <laughs> Play your song, Katie. Okay. Okay. <laughs> my, heart, my heart goes out to, I mean, in that situation, to, to guys who, who are and, and have to... Sure. I have to figure. I mean, that's got to be tough. That's got to be. Think of think of guys when you're asking a girl out, and then then think of the stigma attached to that when you're just simply trying to you're trying to meet another guy. Yeah, but right? it goes for for if they're asking out girls or they're asking you know Nick to do something. But, to, yes, if, I, if, I, I, no, right. if you hint around to it and Nick's like, uh, no, or or you know yeah. someone is like not really getting it, just don't go there. Don't then come out and say it. Or else, also, guys, if you're gonna do that, and I think Nick would be receptive, you say, can we go have a mochaccino? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Listen, would you like to take in the film? Hey, I met I met a girl last night at the O'Neill Properties at the Loss of Valley Forge, who and she did it right. She just because uh, she was there with her girlfriend. I guess they lived together. Yeah, and uh, I'm talking. She's like, "Yeah, this is so and so. We live together." And and she just goes to me. She goes, "Yeah, we're dykes." <laughs> I, I met okay, them. You just laid it out on the oh, table for me. Thank you for right. at least spelling it wide open for everyone. Hang on, let me go to Pat. Hey, Pat, how you doing, man? Gadzooks. Gadzooks. What's up, Pat? Not much, guys. No, I'm taking a walk on uh, Washington Township. Get my oil changed. Guy comes up to me. Is that code? Because <laughs> <right? laughs> you're walking and getting your oil changed. <laughs> like, you want to be a model? I got a studio in South Philly, and I'm looking through these pictures. He's like, I just got divorced and all that. Next thing you know, there's naked chicks and naked guys. And he's like, is that making you horny? <laughs> Listen, that's I, I a little think, less blatant than, than Nick's situation. I, I, I think some of the some of the some of the guys who are perhaps um, uh, closeted uh, need to need to get a better game if they're going to approach people. Like to be that overt with you, Nick, was a little bizarre. Yeah, and I think also, you know, I, I'm I'm very gay friendly. You know, and, yes. I, I, like, and you can Tell isolate that and if yeah. you want to use it against me. That's fine. But I mean, I have I have a lot of friends. Who are gay. <laughs> I, I have. Plenty of friends who are gay. I, I have no, you know, hang-ups about it at all. I'm no. very comfortable in my own sexuality, sure. and I, I think you as know, well you should be. And, and I think my gay friends find me to be a decent-looking person. So I, I think that maybe I was putting out the vibe <laughs> to this guy, and that's why he hit on me. But it was just one of those things where I'm just wow. like, you know what, dude, not not for me. Were you not? Were you not rem- at any point? Were you like, massaging his? Nuts? <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Okay. No, we were having a beer, and he was hammered, and I walked away. Listen, but yeah, but I I remember a friend of uh, and I went to. Uh, 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 to Hawaii years ago, and and uh, you know we we just my father had all these frequent flyer miles, and we were like, okay, let's go do this like a spring break thing. So we go there, and we go to this bar, and we're sitting there, and we are getting guys keep coming over and like talking to us, and I'm oh, getting the no. bite that we're being hit on, and then I notice that the band that's playing <laughs> in this place that we're at, huh. the lead singer's called Eat the Worm Metzger, and I'm like. Uh-huh. 
We are in a gay bar. <laughs> <laughs> we like got up and like backed out the <laughs> very slowly. Oh, boy. Uh here's an instant message that says look up something called the Kinsey scale. Uh, and I know what he's talking about. If you've ever seen the movie yes, Kenzie, yes. which is actually a really good movie, it is. Uh, it, Liam it, Neeson. Yeah, it kind of judges your your sexuality, and uh, it also says uh, Nick just said no because the guy wasn't going to give him a reach around. <laughs> well, that's true. I got to get something out of the deal. Yes, you come do. on. Uh, and here's another one. It says uh, uh, maybe he didn't want to cheat on his wife, uh, so having sex with the same sex isn't cheating. There's some okay. guys who's, who who believe that. I, I, I don't know if it was Dr. Phil or Oprah or one of the friggin' shows, but they had a whole bunch of guys who thought that. It's not cheating and it's not gay if you are if you're if you do it that way. I guess so. Uh, Nick, does he live in the uh, listening area? No, no. He, I, I, don't even, I don't even know where he lives, but it's not. It's, it's either but D.C. or find out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he was staying in a hotel, some, I guess D.C. or something like that. But, did you did you say anything to the uh, to the guys that he was friends with or the guy no. that you knew? No, and, and like the guy that I know that knows him, I mean, it's really like it's like a friend of a friend of a friend. I mean, we, we just ran into him and, and they, you know, caught up and then and then he ended up hitting on me. So, you know, it was just one of those conversations where uh, <laughs> and then we all got separated and uh, at the end of the night anyway, and then we... So you were kind of like the odd man out to him, right? So, like, you know, he knew everybody else a lot you, better than no, no, he knew no. you. No, no, no. You were the sorted antelope around the edge <laughs> yeah. of the camp. <laughs> he he sort of knew one well, guy. who's this young fawn? One of the guys that I was with. He didn't know the other two guys, and he found me attractive. So they're, they're, that's what put me in that... He got you. <laughs> Oh dear Lord! Uh, well, Nick, that just uh, that just adds to the pile. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. You know, I told you guys this last night really reluctantly, and then I, I was like, "But uh, well, you made the mistake of telling me first. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, "Why did you not tell us this before?" That's, and now I listen. told. You. Well, listen, you should everyone. The, 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 everyone. the guys, that, my wife, the, the guys that you know that know this guy, you yeah. should mention it to them and see if that's. They, they may go, "Oh yeah, that's just Joe yeah. and Joe." We've all done them. We've all gargled his DNA. <laughs> time or another. Oh, Not that bad. Interesting. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Now, WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre Final. The Beat Foul brought to you by McGuff Bus Company. McGuff Bus Company is hiring, earn industry top dollar, get guaranteed hours, yearly raises, and monthly bonuses. Love where you work at McGuffBus.com. A pair of teenage German car thieves ended up calling police for help after they were cornered by a herd of wild boar. <laughs> what? Dieter Mir and... Uh, yeah, this boar of the place is scary. And Reiner Klaus, <laughs> both 18 years old, had abandoned a stolen car and run into thick forest after being chased by cops. They managed to lose the officers and... And planned to wait until the next morning, but were charged by a herd of wild boar. They climbed up a tree, but the animals would not go away. And eventually, they had these to call are top-notch the thieves, aren't they? Yeah, they had to call the cops on themselves. They were immediately arrested and charged with theft. A police spokesman said they were petrified by the boar, and they decided arrest was better than the pig. Now, did the boar get the reward money? I, I don't know if they. Do the fine thing or... here, boar. 
A uh, naked man was arrested Saturday on suspicion of trying to have sex with a taxi cab. Uh, Cody Eugene Williams was found at about 6.15 p.m. wearing only his birthday suit and simulating intercourse on the windshield of the cab. Uh, The cabbie was still inside the taxi, by the way. What are you doing to my window? Williams reportedly intoxicated. Where's your squeegee? Also jumped on at least three other cars and broke a windshield. Wow. Uh, His technique is hard. He was uh, booked on suspicion of vandalism, indecent exposure, and committing a lewd act. humping a car. But he was trying to do it to the car. How about this? A former employee of Florida's Mount Sinai Medical Center faces criminal charges after admitting to performing oral sex on a patient. Pedro Gonzalez was charged with sexual battery. Uh, the hospital fired Gonzalez after the incident. Listen to this. Uh, his uh, duties included wheeling patients through the building, but the 31-year-old surgery patient said he was waking up from anesthesia oh, when he shoved Gonzalez away after he began performing oral oh, sex on him. So, so the guy was just got done with surgery, and before he came out of anesthesia, winky, winky. the guy decided to uh, go for it. Uh, let me see. I uh, didn't want to let it go to waste. I love this story. A Japanese man was arrested for calling a food company's toll-free number 500 times in 16 months because he wanted to hear the woman's voice on the automated tape. Oh, Jesus. The 38-year-old plumber was... I'm so lonely. <laughs> wow. Thirty-eight year old so plumber inside, real who was uh, arrested on Sunday made thirty one hundred hours worth of free calls to the company, costing it more than four million yen or about forty thousand dollars in phone bills. Uh, he gets He gets excited by the woman's voice on the tape, apparently, a spokesman said. Adding that the voice sounded normal to the detective who was uh, involved in the investigation, the food company asked for its name to be withheld. So he built up this this yeah. relationship with this recorded voice. Yes, the spokesman said uh, police are investigating if the man placed an excessive number of calls to any other firms, but that's what he liked to do. Uh, Regina police have laid more sexual assault charges against a local doctor, and I only bring this up because of his name, Dr. Edward Toyin Poon now faces a total of eight. Toyin Poon? What kind of name well, is Poon? Toyin is his middle name. Okay. Poon is his last name. Dr. Edward Poon now faces a total of eight charges, wow. which police said relate to several alleged victims. It's alleged the assaults took place at a medical clinic. Poon made a first appearance on the new charges in court on Friday. In addition to the you have a very unfortunate name, sir. To the sexual assault charges, he's also facing three counts of breach of undertaking. Poon was released and will be back in court on June 11th. Get out of here, Poon. Uh, Authorities in southern Germany have taken uh, custody of a seven-month-old boy after his parents posted an ad on eBay offering to sell him for one euro or about $1.60. Wow. Uh, The baby was placed in the care of youth services. Uh, Saturday, the mother told police the Internet ad was only a joke. Authorities have begun an investigation into possible child trafficking against the parents. Uh, No offers were made for the child. For for, uh, $1.60 was what they were charging for him? $1.60 or one euro. Uh, nobody made any offers on the child in the two hours and 30 minutes at the end. Yes, I'm inquiring about the child. <laughs> it was posted. 
That uh, is a wonderful savings. Uh, the internet auction this site. This is more, more, more expensive in the States. Uh, the internet auction site deleted the posting later on. Several people who saw the ad alerted police. So, Bring on uh, the children. They were, they were caught. <laughs> Bring on the children. <laughs> Especially when they're $1.60 each. Shaman. Get a gross of them. Yeah. Party. Uh, hey. And uh, let's see. Then we'll, we'll wrap up with this one. in uh, 60 Jesus Christ. He's <laughs> <laughs> only criminal not to buy it. <laughs> Savings that good. In most children's fairy tales... I got color my pants down. <laughs> Literally. Literally. In most children's fairy tales, romantic relations between characters don't go much further than a kiss. Exactly. But a mother and her daughter unexpectedly heard a raunchier tale on Thursday when they called the Benicia Public Library storyline. Apparently someone had hacked into the library's dial-a-story service and replaced the fairy tale with a story more appropriate for the pages of a fetish magazine. Uh-oh. Uh, Jerry Edinburgh said that the story explicitly detailed an X-rated relationship between two animals and laced the tale with various profanities. Uh, Engberg said, uh, fortunately, her six-year-old daughter is too young to understand what she heard, and she wasn't forced to explain why... As he slipped my shirt over my head... And she wasn't face deep into my neck and smelled my body as if it were a mini petaled rose. And she wasn't forced to explain why a dog and a pig were being intimate with each other. Uh, the story allegedly began with a man's voice telling the boys and girls they were going to hear a story about bestiality. Wow. Hangburger. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Said she immediately <laughs> alerted the library and employees promptly removed the message. It is under investigation. And there you go. That's what I got for you, my friends. Your bizarre flower. The President Steve Show podcast. Wait, turn up the sound. No. No. 93.3 WMMR. No. Everything that rocks. I got to go to this. This story came out. I think it might have been late last week, and uh, we didn't get a chance to talk about it because they had just had some basic details of uh, the tour guides in Philadelphia. And these are the people that, uh, some of the people that dress in period clothing and hang around Independence Mall. You see them all over the place. Give you facts about yep. uh, our founding fathers and the origin of the city. and Usually and, being tourists around and yeah. you know, picture snapping and all that and stuff. The government and all that. Well, they, they've recently found that a lot of these people have no freaking clue what they're talking about and getting a lot of the Wrong. These are the people that will do like school trips, like people that right that sure, like the or, walking yeah. or tours, just, or just regular. You know, you, you go to the uh, the tourism center there, and they'll they'll point out where you can go, and people who stand out in front of like the Betsy Ross house or whatever. All these people. This is the very reason they wouldn't allow me to be a tour guide on my college campus. <laughs> you know, that's the sort of thing where you know you you, you take other or like you Tom know. Green in uh, road trip yeah. at Ithaca. I mean, yeah. that's exactly, yeah. you know, like uh, Cowper here in our sales department, he was a tour guide. And, you know, you would see him just, you know, walking people around campus. And, you know, uh, this tree here in the end zone is, is famous for blah, blah, blah. Right. They wouldn't allow me to do this because they just didn't think I would take it serious enough or get the facts straight. And in Road Trip, I love that. Tom Green's like, you can see that this building was built in 1814. And they're like... No, that's the address of, of the building. <laughs> yeah. It was not built in 1814. But, I mean, you would think that they would need to go to, um, through
through some sort of training. Yeah, but they, yeah, but na- right now, they don't, right? There's absolutely no training that, that uh, they no. give to them, or at least no no, well, um, no re- aptitude test? No required training, no required aptitude, Steve, but that's what one of the councilmen is trying to change, that there be a, a test that you have to take to, uh, to make sure that you so know your facts. the first atomic bomb was not detonated in Independence Mall? No. Wow. No, and you learned that. I learned that. I think that their background is much more uh, acting rather than historian. You know, I, I think that these people are trying yeah. to get into showbiz. This th- is where Larry Fine was born. <laughs> but I think that that's where they're coming from. They, they don't give a crap about the history, or they, they don't give as much a crap about the history as they do about performing for people out on the street. Nick, okay. you're right, because um, I get, occasionally I'll get some uh, acting emails from, you know, the local casting agents, and I got one for uh, the Duck Tours, and they were looking, they said, you know, get your, <laughs> start your career, and, and, you know, get, I guess, you know, go out on and act, duck- but on the Duck Tours. I'll tell you what, though, I've taken the Duck Tour many times, because when people come in from out of uh, state, you know, it's a great way to sort of get a, a brief deal, and all the facts, every time I take it, line up on each tour, so it seems to be pretty accurate. I and you get know. to drive it in the water. It's awesome. <laughs> there, there's a couple times I've been on that tour, and I'm like, I don't know. And that's I'm the Golden Gate Breed. Believe. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's I don't not. know if I believe that really? or not. But listen, I, Philadelphia Weekly has has uh, gone through. They sifted through like I, I think a list of like 85 falsehoods uh, that were heard by this guy. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah they wow. did this investigation. I've got a list of a few of them here, and uh, <laughs> and, and these these are great. So thank you to Philadelphia Weekly for for sifting through and finding some of the better ones. Uh, this this could be my favorite one. Uh, one one of the falsehoods that the uh, tour guides have said are that trees were planted along streets so illiterate people would know the names of the streets. So Pine Street was lined with pine trees. <laughs> wow, that's I'm, not real. I'm so, yeah, but I'm so that's, gullible. That's remotely if, believable. If, if somebody that's in this historical garb comes up and tells me that, yeah. I'm like, you know what? That makes sense. I'm going to go with that, and then I'll talk. Wait I'll start minute. telling everybody that. There aren't any pines on Pine Street. <laughs> yeah. Up and down, they're all like elms, man. <laughs> Oh, wait, there are still... <laughs> I was going to say, maybe there was. No, that's what I thought. Yeah, like, maybe there was. 300 years ago, oh, they planted a pine tree Okay, here. Well, that makes sense. No, yeah. but I, I think that I've heard that before. Have you really? Oh, yeah. It's yeah. it's totally false. You were so adorable. It's incorrect. Oh, I didn't say I believed it, but I'm pretty sure that I heard that. Uh, here you, you are go. Here's, so dumb. Here's one. It's called Society Hill because Billy Penn gave it to the Society of Freemasons. That one that one you could possibly I would, do. Yeah, I'd, I'd buy into that. Uh, so what's the truth? Uh, here's... I don't know. I, I don't know the origin oh, of Society right. Hill. Uh, Dr. Rush, responsible for death, uh, the death of George Washington, uh, he bled him so much and gave him cough medicine with mercury, and that's how George Washington died. That's incorrect. How about this? Ben Franklin had 80 illegitimate children all in Sweden. <laughs> 80? I'd buy that. All right, children. I don't know. You, I heard he was a like big a ma- man. Oh, he was he was poor, a, a so. banging machine. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure he was. But and he don't work for nobody but you. That's a tad bit much. Hang on, let me go to Laurie, who is a, a tour guide in Philly. Hey, Laurie, how you doing? Hey, Gadzooks guys. Gadzooks, what's up, Laurie? Um, I recently actually left my job and took another job, yep. but I was a tour guide um, and a performer on a very well known river tour in Philadelphia. Okay. And we used to get the facts wrong all the time. And they actually used to give us papers with uh, the facts about things along the river, like the Bessie Ross Bridge. Yep. And they were so incorrect. And people, especially um, guys that were in the military and the Navy, because we would talk about the boats and things, were always complaining about the fact that, that everything so, was always wrong. So you got, like a, you got like a set fact sheet, and you're saying at the point of origin that that fact sheet was wrong. Well, 
nobody, uh, you know, the higher-ups never wanted to hear it. So basically, um, people being the performers that they were always wanted to add stuff. So especially about Betsy Ross. They used to make up so much stuff about her life and her personal life. And she was an ultimate sport. fighting champion. <laughs> and this bridge is actually named after Ross from Friends. <laughs> <laughs> definitely true, though, guys. They definitely used to say Betsy Ross used to sleep around and stuff like that. Really? <laughs> That's why I get so many husbands. You know what, though? Well, if it really spices up an otherwise boring, accurate bio, I'll take the fake story. Oh, 80, oh no. 80 kids in Sweden? That's no, cool. No, 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 no. How about this one? Uh, George Washington and Abraham Lincoln ate together at the Powell House. There's no way they no. would have been alive at the no. same time, right? <laughs> Even I know that. Yeah. Um, or at least well, maybe they did. I, I know that they took in a couple of fights. I, I like this one. <laughs> Prince Rainier proposed marriage to Grace Kelly at the Embassy Suites. Or Troy Schubert On the Parkway. Really? Yeah. Works, yeah. Exactly. Oh, my sweet. Uh, I, I love you so much, I'll remove the sanitary strip from the toilet. Uh, hang on a second. Let me, let me go to uh, Mike. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Hey, good morning. Oh, hey. my God, is this Kenny Knight? <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, it's Mike. It's exciting, isn't it, Mike? You can sense his genuine awe. What's up, Mike? Uh, I was on the, uh, the duck tour one time with my girlfriend, and uh, we're coming towards the end. We're, 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 like, at the waterfront, and the guy tried to tell me that there were caves all over the place that pirates used to live in in the beginning of Philadelphia. Really? Pirates. Pirates, Pirates. On, on the Delaware River would hide in the cave. See, uh, there's just, there, there's like a, a, a shade of, of believability. If you have someone who looks legitimate, who's got a plastic right. duck bill in their mouth, you're going to believe them. <laughs> That's right. By the way, we knew someone who thought that uh, Truman Capote was held in a cell at yeah. Eastern State Penitentiary. <laughs> it was Al Capone. Oh. Al Capone, not Truman. I hate prison life. <laughs> so confining. Uh, let me see. What else was there? City Tavern is where the first Continental Congress met. Uh, see, you could maybe believe that. I yeah. don't know because those are those. Wow, those are like those those kind of historical. Who knew? And you're happy to go tell someone else. They're pirates all up and down the Delaware. Uh, here, the Second Bank of the United States is an example of reefer Bible architecture. Reefer Bible architecture? The hell does that mean? Uh, is the Second Bank? Uh, Can I buy some pot from yeah. you? All right. Here's another one that I hear all the time, and I know we've discussed it before. Is the Second Bank the one that's supposed to be? The Ghostbusters building uh, down by I Walnut. I thought that was a Wanamaker no, building. Well, that, that is, no, it's not the that Wanamaker. Build, that, that building, whatever it is, is legitimately the one that they used at the, at the with the, the fight with Zool at the end of Ghostbusters. Are we sure of that? I yes. heard that that's a rumor. I really? Heard, I, I heard that some historical figure I've told heard, somebody that. I've heard a number, because that, that's that building. It, you can clearly see if you match it up, that is that building. I've, I've heard that it was a building in Kansas City. Uh, so before. I've heard that Kansas City is in Philadelphia. <laughs> it is? Get your facts See, right. this is where I have a problem. My husband loves all these kind of, you know, he, he loves history, he loves all the facts, and, and he can, you know, rattle off anything about Philadelphia, anything at all, really. Yeah. And I just, some of them... Home I, of the cheesesteak. Well, yeah. I just don't believe because of stuff like this. You know, like, where, what do you, just because somebody said that doesn't mean that it's true. Yeah, but, but you, someone who knows the facts, it might be true. Maybe these tour guides are people like myself where they'll hear one thing and then kind of morph it into another. Exactly, and, exactly. And, and, oh, and Casey, Casey blurts out, Casey facts, yeah. things that have never, yeah. for one second, been researched. Yeah. 
Yeah. Things that I've learned that on you the show believe media. should yeah. be true. Yeah. I mean, I was telling uh, the, the the yellow fever, uh, you know, killed. You got the yellow fever. Tens of thousands of people in the city, and and then they were all buried at one place in the city. And I was telling my brother, yeah, they're all buried at like Washington Square. Well, Washington Square is a Potter's Field, yes. Yeah, yeah they okay. would bury people who were who were poor, and yep. uh, and 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 that that is true. Actually, yep. if you want to take a great historical tour of the city, goes the tour. haunted tour yeah. of, of Philadelphia is awesome. Well, yep. that's where I learned that. But when I told my brother this, I was like, yes, Rittenhouse Square is where they buried all these people. And had he not been maybe a little bit educated, he would have believed that and then told somebody else who told somebody else. But he immediately called me out on that and said, no, it's Washington. Well, just, just, just don't believe anything you say. Yeah, it's okay. Unfortunately. <laughs> well, is the ghost tour, is that ghost stories or is it, it actual it, about people dying? Some and-, it, yeah, and some of it is just about the history of the city, which is pretty, I mean, let's face it, every square inch of this city has something that is a, a pivotal moment in American history. Yeah, but everything coming out of their mouth is probably not necessarily true. No, you know what? No, they, they they go into detail. I think they do their research well at the Haunted Tour because they, they will tell of people who have seen ghosts and things like that, but they'll give you the history of the area. And about not, the yellow fever. Not that these are, are famous ghosts, but, you know, they, they take not you the by... the ones you see on TV. They take you by a house of uh, of, of some of the, the high society people of Philadelphia of the, you know, the kind of golden age of the city, and uh, and they will they'll tell you about their lives and what they were up to socially and, and the politicians they hung out with and things like that. And then, then they give you the ghost story yeah. of people seeing this person after they died. Yeah. I think that stuff's straight up. Oh, I think so, too. Or I thought so. But now reading this story, Preston, now I'm sus- uh, suspect of those guys as well. I mean, who, maybe they get their facts from the people in front of the Independence Hall. It's possible. First, she's taken back uh, by Bigfoot. This is, by the way, this is the Joseph H. Nelson Memorial Library here, okay? It was, uh, it was built in the, uh, in the 1600s. 1600s? It says 1951. <laughs> Yeah, that's the address. <laughs> Wise ass. <laughs> Wise ass. Uh, here, here's one that I love, and uh, this is one that uh, the tour guides have said, that the large house at 3rd and Walnut is where Kevin Bacon lives. Oh. <laughs> Did you ever have any rumors of famous people? Because when I, when I lived uh, uh, growing up in St. Louis, there was there was a big rumor that Geezer Butler from uh, from Black Sabbath oh, wow. lived at this oh, certain I, house. I have you beat. There was a, a couple houses over Ron Swamboda. Who the hell's that? A, a baseball player. It was, uh, I believe, it was on the Mets. It was like that's the best we can do. Yeah, we had a giant mansion built in, uh, near our neighborhood. Uh, Cindy Crawford was moving in. Oh, oh wow! Yeah. Wow! Uh, we used to drive past Darren Dalton's house all the time. I mean, but it was really his legitimately house. legitimately his house. <laughs> if you live in Gladwin, yes, yeah. these rumors are true. Well, we clearly President know. lives in that big white house. <laughs> we clearly know that Kevin Bacon doesn't live in Philly because he goes down to Sea Island. They have a yeah, party a every party. year down there. They have a big, uh, you know, they they roast pigs and all that stuff. Yeah. There was a place in uh, in Lexington, Kentucky, where my uh, my family grew. My dad and and mom and uh, my entire lineage comes from there. But there was a big rumor that this huge house at Lee Majors and Fair Fawcett. Wow, so that was wow. a big one. Of course, should have kept that one going. Uh, here's another rumor that, or one of the uh, the the facts that they that they say are incorrect with the tour guides. Uh, Dolly Madison invented ice cream at Ben Franklin's library. <laughs> That's apparently one. Quickly, of the come here. Yes. <laughs> I need I you. I spilled something. Uh, and then the the last one uh, on the list of, of inaccuracies that they found that, that and there were eight. There's like eighty some you know wrong ones, but this one's a good one. Betsy Ross had three cats that she named Red, White, and Blue. 
<laughs> Come on. And they're, they're, they're passing that stuff off as fact. But apparently. people believe it. Sure. I would, who I would believe, believe it. Put on you a three corner, corner. You put on a three-corner hat? Yeah. I don't believe in what you say. Yeah. Pretty good, no. sir. Wouldst thou hear the story of the red, white, and blue kitty cats? <laughs> that, but that's, sure, dude. <laughs> that's why I get bored on those tours because, yes, it that's is. That's why? It is, no, I'm telling you. No, my husband and I fight about this all the time. Your, your attention span well, is about four seconds too, long. Because too. I don't... I, I don't ever Stop believe the anyone. Quacking. No, because I don't ever believe anyone. How do you know that that's true? I, I don't. I don't trust mm, those people. That's good. I'm a tour guys love seeing you coming. Uh, hang on. Let me go to. Let me go to Amy. Hi, Amy. Good morning. You guys rock. Thank oh! you, Amy. What's going on? Um, one of my friends used to be a tour guide down there, and she pretty much admitted. Well, she said that they would actually kind of turn it into a game to see what things they could make up to see who would fall for them, who could tell, like, the biggest lie of the day and get, like, you know, as a tourist to, like, fall for it. Amy, Preston, what have I said countless times? For eight years. I want to take a vacation, Colonial Williamsburg. It's sprawling. And if you go into separate houses, there's always somebody sitting there in some sort of period piece costume. (laughs) I would love to go to the local costume shop, rent it, and sit there and go, uh, you know, uh, my my name is Sam Johnson, and I, in in 1820, I invented in the fluorescent light. It totally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was on this point in, in 1654 that silly putter was invented. And, and, and you, you tourists would go and just, wouldn't it be a blast? Yeah. That's when I punched Abraham Lincoln in the throat. <laughs> in the throat. Yeah. Well, you got to figure, I, I believe the last caller because these people are telling the same stories over and over yeah. every day. And it's at some old. point, you, you would have to jazz it up. Yeah, you're like, yeah, lightning You struck. haven't heard of the Great Fire 1715? <laughs> yeah. Burn the whole city down. Exactly. Let me go to, uh, I have uh, Tim on the phone. Hey, Tim, how you doing, man? Gadzooks. Gadzooks. What's up, Tim? Yeah, uh, I... Used to live in Broomall, and I heard that Sarah Michelle Geller has a place. <laughs> and Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah. in Broomall, of, of course. course. Yeah, Lawrence Park, actually. Yeah. Yeah, really. <laughs> Come hither, sir. Would you like to see the estate of Sarah Michelle Geller? <laughs> and Freddie Prince was legitimate Prince. Oh, my God, God. Yeah, I, I actually heard uh, a rumor not long ago that, uh, God, was it? Who's moving into your neighborhood, supposedly? I think it was Ryan Howard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah which is, we're, we're looking around going, no. Yeah. No, this guy, he's, he's unbelievable. He's not moving into Multi-millionaire. Well, actually, at the point, uh, he wasn't. He, wasn't, he, he was going to be. I yeah. mean, he knew that. Well, yeah, that, and that's how those rumors get started. Uh, does anybody know who lives in that Kevin Bacon house at 3rd and Walnut? Because it's the most impressive. Sarah Michelle Gellar. Oh. <laughs> and it's not and Kevin Freddie Prince Jr. Well, I, mean, awesome. I did take a tour. and, and they, Matthew Lillard. They, <laughs> they pointed out the house, but they didn't say who lived there. That's the one with all the garages and yeah, stuff. It's yeah. the most impressive house in Philadelphia. It's, and you can see, like, the double winding staircase through the window. It's, it's yeah. insane. It is spectacular. Gorgeous. I, I do not know who lives I've there. I've seen giant political signs outside it sometimes. I don't even know who the candidates are. It's some obscure candidate. But I think uh, it's Milton Street's home. Oh, is it? No, I don't know. But, uh, but it's a really amazing house. I'd love to know who lives there. Uh, let me go to uh, Karen real quick. Steal the mail. Hey, Karen, <laughs> how you doing? Good morning. Gadzooks. What's up, Karen? Hey, guys. How are you doing? Good. Good. I just wanted to make a comment. My, my roommate is actually one of the Betsy Rosses at the Betsy Ross house. Oh, she actually plays Betsy Ross. She does. Okay. She does. All right. Yes. And I just wanted to say that uh, she and all of her fellow compatriots are so into history. And, like, they 
really check their facts. So you'll get the at the Betsy Ross house. You're going to get the uh, the eight one one, as it were. Oh yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? There there are some that that definitely stick to uh, you know the, the facts. And well, Ben Franklin, the, the Ben Franklin dude is 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 lives well, and yeah. breathes and and you know he's just an absolute historian on Ben Franklin. That's his job. It. And I hear he makes a ton of money. He makes a crap too. load of money. Uh, but so, yeah, I guess you have your hard ons for this stuff and then your impotence as well. So yeah, like you right, got, yeah. yeah, well put, sir. Thank you. But if you uh, <laughs> obviously the park rangers are the ones that are definitely going to give you the straight deal on, uh, right. on on the facts. Yeah, because they're legitimately paid by the government <laughs> right. to come up with those facts. By the way, I'm getting some emails that saying uh, that are that are saying the Ghostbusters building is not that building in Philadelphia. That it's a building in Central Park West, and uh, they used a, a model at the top of it. But it dude, not- I got it. I got it. I had a call up earlier. Somebody said it was in Providence, Rhode Island. Are you kidding? Because if you look at that building, yeah, that building looks like the Ghostbusters building. I, I agree with you. Hardcore. I don't. And think I think that it if is. something looks like something, you it should is. just say it is. <laughs> is it that? Is, is that the rule? That should be it. If it looks it like it, looks like it, it is. It is. Okay. Uh, hang on. Let me that go. That is Betsy Ross because she looks like Betsy Ross. Let me go to Mike. Hey, Mike. How you doing, man? Hey. Good morning, guys. How you doing? Good. What's up, buddy? Hey, listen. Uh, I used to live right down the road from where you currently live right now, Preston. Okay. And uh, the rumor going around for a little while was on Crossroads. I'm sure you're familiar with Crossroads. I think so. Yeah. It, that's where Ralph Macchio plays guitar. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> but what was uh, the rumor? The rumor going around for a while was uh, there's a big property back there that actually had a helipad on it, and that uh, Faith Hill and Tim McGraw were supposed to be moving oh, in there. You know what? Have you heard that? Ago. You know what? I heard that too, Mike. <laughs> that's right. I heard that a while back. I mean, and that's not too far off because I mean, Tim McGraw's got you know with with Tug being sure, from sure. the area. Yeah. Uh, that it might be believable, but, you know. Do you notice the most deceptive practice in the world? The If you go out to Hollywood, the maps of stars' homes, a lot of times those yeah. things are just randomly written. They'll really? Write, yeah, because who, who the heck? You pass what looks like a multi-million yeah. dollar estate, and you say, well, that's where uh, Robert Hedges, who played Epstein, lives. All they do, yeah, all they do is highlight, you know, a little house on the map and then tell you it's yeah. Robert you, Epstein's you're not gonna, It's not like the celebrities out on the front lawn going, hi. Right. <laughs> there is uh, clearly the biggest house in Gladwin. I mean, if you've seen That's it, saying a lot. No, you don't, no, but I'm telling Steve, it, it's a gigantic. Stupid. It's stupid. Yeah, twenty three. A gigantic castle. No, it's off of twenty three. It's um, about to get all stupid up in here. But supposedly, it's um, one of the head lawyers uh, for Walmart. Really? Uh, well, that's what I heard. You know? That's not. Too but far I, off. I know, but you just—you, I really want to know who lives there. So, you know, <laughs> Again, steal them out. <laughs> no, there's a, like in Bluebell, there's a, a, a gated. You can't even see the house. Yeah, you, ju- you can't see it, but you see the gate up front. And I've heard it's the guy that's uh, head of, um, um, oh, is it U.S. Healthcare or something like that? On uh, Penland, Land, something or the other. Uh, I'm not sure. Okay. I'm not sure what road. It's not too far from like um, Township Line. I would love Phil to get Tavern. some of these yep. houses. Phil's Tavern and the Broadax Tavern. Blue Ball Inn. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I know exactly there. what you're talking about. Yeah, there's there are some just massive homes. <laughs> Out that way. Do you think any of those people that listen to our show? Any of the people Hopefully, that call people? us. We want to come to your house. Seriously, for a party. Let's have a party. We know David Grasso. This one massive man. Yeah, except we've yet to be invited to a party. It's that guy. It's that guy. Over there. Yes, George Papadopoulos. Massive man. Doesn't David? Man. <laughs> Doesn't David have uh, like a swimming pool inside his house in Center City or something? Damn. I don't know. If you know, know talking about David Grasso, the the best man alive. Yeah, yeah that's the coolest, coolest guy, buddy. Our best guy? coolest yeah. musician man that we love. Huh? I hear he's got thirteen inches. Well, they, uh, <laughs> really, yeah. dude, I felt. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just ruined our friendship with him, Steve. I'm trying to get in as best as we can. That's not well, helping. I'll take one for the team if it gets us in that pool. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
Dude, do it, because I want to go swimming. I want to go swimming. Uh, so they're apparently getting their facts wrong, some of the tour guides. And you know what? We actually had a, a piece of uh, uh, a piece of audio from uh, from the early days of our founding fathers. Now we have to question the authenticity of this. Yeah. I mean, even though recording equipment didn't exist back yeah. then, I mean, we still have this audio. But uh, this, this was it, for those who may not remember. And now, great moments in American history. The Special Edition, July 29th, 1750. Benjamin Franklin conducts an experiment to prove that lightning is a form of electricity. Ow! Ow! Fuck! Ah! Fuck! Oh! Oh, Jesus! You all right? Oh, shit! Son of a bitch! Okay. Oh, that hurt! Oh. Give me a hand! Oh, get away! You look really hurt. Get away! <laughs> this has been another great moment in American history. You know, you get hurt. You don't want anybody touching you. Get, get away! Get away, please. So, anyhow, they, they, they may. There's a councilman that, that's looking into Steve, trying to get some sort of a standardized, a standardized test, test for these people. But just know, we're pointing fingers, saying that these people, you know, they they're making things up. But we always know what we're oh, talking about. Yeah. We always of have course. the truth. Yes, but of we course. admit we're stupid. <laughs> For 50-plus years, MMR has owned the Stones. And now, and now, you can own the Stones with a free pair of tickets. Listen to Win Your Way In to see the Rolling Stones July 23rd in Philadelphia. Tune in at 8 a.m. when Preston and Steve reveal the winning Stone song of the day and the hour it will play. Listen for MMR to play it from a vinyl copy of Honk, their new greatest hits album. 25th caller picks up the record and two tickets to see the Rolling Stones. When we spin, you win. Only from 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Something I noticed at the airport, I, there were a lot of things that I noticed at the airport and flying and, and, and all that stuff yesterday, but one thing kind of uh, stuck out to me, and it was after we got off of the, the flight and went through, you know, customs and all that stuff, and we were getting ready to leave, and I just saw this girl in passing on my way to go get on the bus to get to the economy parking, um, that uh, she was probably about, I don't know, 16, 17 years mm-hmm. old, had a huge... I, I it it had to have been a hickey because it was too, it, it, oh. it wasn't big enough to be a bruise right yeah and uh, it was on her neck and I I haven't seen one of those in ages I haven't seen well, although there was a place there was this tiny little grocery store I used to go to when I lived in Glen Mills they'd give you hickeys that would give you hickeys when you would leave <laughs> no but this girl who worked the the cash register who was lovely by the way. I'm sorry what town was this in Preston Glen Mills oh, okay okay but it was it was this <laughs> crappy little grocery store that I hated going to and the crack whore behind the counter it was, had hickeys it was the only one close enough yeah it was one of those places where you pull in and they're just they're mean to you but you have to go there because it's the only place that's close and by. they know it yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it. But she would always have these hickeys on her Ew. neck. And that's the last time I ever remember. That was good, you know, eight, nine years ago, uh, seeing anybody with hickeys on their neck. You know, and whenever I see a hickey, one word comes to mind every time. What? Skank. <laughs> Just skank. <laughs> and, and listen, Skank I, is a great word, by the way. I've never had never a hickey in my that. life. But, like, there are no redeeming qualities. They, they, there's nothing. I've had somebody try and suck on my neck and give me a hickey. And I'm like, skank really? Really? 
Can you stop that because you're not making me feel good and you're just going to make me look like an idiot tomorrow? But hickeys used to be, that used to be the thing. That was, was I remember badge. when I was growing up, it was like, that is a, right, a badge of honor. You got your friggin' hickey. I remember in uh, in junior high school, it, it looked like people had some bizarre sort of skin condition. <laughs> these huge, like, welts on their necks and, yeah, hickeys all over the, but you don't. You don't see him anymore. Yeah, I think middle school, maybe early high school, it was still okay. And, and in college, by the time you got to college, you're like, Hummers. One yeah. of my yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In fact, in fact, that's probably what's sadly that's what's getting rid of them in the in the earlier ages. They're they're going right to that. Sure, but uh, we had a friend in college who who uh, was seeing a girl, and well, they just hooked up one night, and she thought that it'd be cool to give him a ton of hickeys all over his neck. Aww. And so the next morning, this was, was my roommate in college, and uh, and the next morning we were all gathered around, and we're like, oh. Oh my God! You know your neck looks awful. You know what takes care of hickeys, though, Stu, is uh, uh, put peanut butter on it. And Stu, <laughs> oh no, he's like that'll that'll get rid of them. Like, oh, oh my God, yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> it's something you learn in middle school. So he's like, I, I know, I never heard that. I'm like, trust us, please. Oh, so he, he <laughs> goes into the kitchen, gets a big jar of chip, and applies it all over his neck, all like in the back of his neck, and walked around. And this is in the middle of the summer. This is summer school. Walks around campus for the rest of the day. There's peanut butter dripping off his. <laughs> Oh, onto his shirt. It was well, great. Steve, I, I don't that. think it's that, that they're not giving hickeys anymore. It's just a middle school thing. It's not like we're, you know what I mean, well, hanging I, out with, with middle school kids. I read a thing a while ago that said that hickeys are, are on the way out because you have uh, you Other have things. earlier you know, experimentation taking place. But, man, and they were such a pain in the ass because the big problem with the hickey was you had to hide it from your, your parents. Well, yeah. and, and our, our right. remedy to get rid of it was uh, an ice cube and a comb. You would okay. put ice yeah. on it and then comb it out. So I heard a silver spoon. <laughs> what? what I, was I hold, heard that if you put a silver spoon over <laughs> right. That it would it have to be cold? I you say Candyman five times. Yeah. I can't recall. I really can't recall. No, Kathy, I heard that uh, comb thing as well too. Because the, this was the theory was that the comb, the tines on the comb, would break up the little blood clots <laughs> and, right, and right, the yeah. bruise, and then the, the hickey would magically disappear. Yeah, so, you could get rid of a port wine stain the same way <laughs> right. by combing your head, combing <laughs> peanut butter, and gets rid of hickeys, no problem. Hang on, let me go to. I have a uh, teacher, I believe it's Melanie. Hey, Melanie, good morning. Hi, you guys rock. Hey, Thank bro. you, Melanie. What's going on? Dude, my students have hickeys all the time. Really? Like the, yeah, the nicest kids, like athletes, boys with really short hair, or obviously short hair. What, do you no, teach no in Pleasantville? Kids. I know. No, I actually teach in, in Elkton, Maryland. Oh, okay. All right. All right. So, so, so and, and, but you're seeing a lot of hickeys. All the time on the nicest kids, too. And, I, and I'm always like, are you trying to advertise, you know, your whatever? Yeah, your, they your are. Sex well, life? Exactly. Melanie, what, what age group are we talking about? Um, 16, 17, sophomores and juniors. Okay, so that's a little older. There than was there was a girl in school yeah. who had a huge mouth who was legendary <laughs> for giving, like, abdomen-sized hickeys. <laughs> like, you know, like, could turn your entire head would be sucked into her mouth and turn red. She was just the... <laughs> and people could identify if she had made out with you because of the size of the friggin' neck hickey. Really? And, and, and hickeys just look... Ugly. Ugly. Yeah. Ugly. Like, like downright like uh, like you're being beaten. Like you're diseased. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or something. Hey, and I'm going to make it look like you have AIDS. Uh, and even... In, yeah. And it feels weird to get a hickey. It does it? Because, like, uh, yeah, have you ever gotten one? I never, never liked it. Never. I, I no, mean, I, I didn't like it. I, I had my, my share of them, but it, when, when the, and you don't tell a girl to not do it because you figure, well, if they're into that, right. if they're sucking on my neck, well, I, I give, give them a roadmap south. <laughs> uh, it, but, but, I mean, you know, it's just it's weird. It's like, you know, like. <laughs> Wait, but, but is it intentional? 
Yes. Yeah. Like, oh, I yeah. always thought that it was something, like, I, no, I no, guess no, you're no. joking around, but I, I always thought that it, w- it was just your kiss in the neck and then it happened. It's, oh, it's no. almost like branding your herd. Yeah, because, like, <laughs> Kathy, you have to bite and suck yeah. in order uh, to get to, to your, cause a bruise. Can you give give yourself, give it, yeah. Do you, want, do, you want, do you want Casey to give you a hickey Let on your forearm? Give you, no, no, you, give yourself a, you can give yourself a hickey on your forearm. Just right on your forearm, yeah. On your arm? Yeah. Kathy, have you ever given one? Uh, I don't, probably in middle school. I don't Did really. I don't she doesn't even know how it happens. No, I, don't think <laughs> I just remember my one friend. I remember putting the ice on her neck and combing out her hickey. Uh, so did she it work? Get in trouble? No. Oh, yeah. I don't think I've ever given one. I think like we were joking around about it in college one time, and, and some girl showed me how to do it, like on my arm or something like that. But I'm pretty sure that I've never had one on my neck. Really? Yeah, no, I, I have had. And I, you... I, a girl who went nuts. It, it looked like I got caught in a wood chipper. <laughs> Can yeah, it, so much, and the worst is your dad goes, "What happened to you there?" I, I assume that you can get them anywhere on you, yeah, right? Yeah, right? Oh, yeah. Do you think you could get? Oh, them? there's places in the city, Preston. After hours places, <laughs> <laughs> they'll go all hickey on your ass. No, Asian was, hook hickeys. I was wondering if you could get one on your ass or not. If you could get it yeah, wherever, wherever there's enough, what you, what you do is you you, you have to like. Suck and bite in. and bite and hold for a few seconds. Right. So all the blood congeals in that area. Kathy, I'm, suck my ass. For a second. Uh, yeah. well, I, no, I was wondering if there might be a volunteer who would do it to uh, to chin strap and give him a uh, a hickey on his ass. <laughs> Steve said, "Intern Steve said no." Steve got boned out of Jamaica, and now we're asking him to suck Rob's ass. But you know what? It doesn't no. even have to be sucking, by the way, because I actually Just I got biting. S- well, no, no, no. I got sent to the principal's office in fourth grade because I gave my entire class a hickey, but I. <laughs> Didn't suck what? on what, him. with a machine gun. I didn't suck on. No, no, no. Snapple? But, but I, I, I had literally, I had the entire classroom grab their chin, <laughs> yep. right, uh, with their, you know, with their hand, and then and squeeze. squeeze their chin. Right. And I challenged them. I said, "Oh, I bet you can't grab your chin and squeeze it for a minute." And they're like, "Oh, we could do that." <laughs> so they Casey, did it. you and your challenges. But literally every single kid in the class, except for me, <laughs> had a hickey on their chin. The Snapple cap they used to do that too. You, you somehow like suction it to your chin uh-huh. and your bottom. And it would give you a big round. Hickey. But that's not a hickey. That, a hickey. No, it's a hickey. A hickey has to no. be involve the mouth. No, no, no. no, no, no. A hickey has to be somebody else doing Suck it. Sucking on your uh, face or to whatever. Be well, technically, a hickey. You could give them a bruise, a contusion, or whatever yeah, by, yeah. by making them do that. But a hickey is it, someone else gave that to you. That, that's All like, right. that's, that's, that's that like calling pleasuring yourself into course. Somebody says on like uh, Wikipedia. <laughs> Hickeypedia. Hickeypedia. <laughs> no, I want to volunteer. I want a, a woman who will come by and uh, suck chin How about Marissa? Ass. Marissa. Marissa will never do it. Mouth. How about someone give Marissa a hickey? Uh, we can do that, too. I, I, on the butt. I want to see on the I want to see if it's possible on the butt. Kathy, give Marissa <laughs> a hickey on the butt. <laughs> Let me go to Heather. Hey, Heather, good morning. Memer. Memer. What's going on, Heather? Okay, a few things. I have a coworker. Uh, she's our receptionist. Love her to death, but she wears turtlenecks in the middle of the summer, and she says her boyfriend, like Kathy said, does it on purpose. He pins her down and just gives her hickeys. Oh, now, so I don't think that they're getting phased out, really. Now, in my case, in high school, it was a big thing, hickeys. I didn't care, whatever. I had the hair to cover it. As I got older, I got them below the neckline, if you will. Oh, really? really? Oh, absolutely. How on far the below the neckline? <laughs> well, on, um, on like on your boobs or yeah, the breast jewels. Right. <laughs> okay. And uh, was that something that you welcomed or absolutely pain? Pain with a little bit of pleasure. Wow. Really? Oh, okay. So okay. you enjoy that sensation? All right. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. She likes having a booby sucked on. Yeah. Yeah. Technically speaking. Technically speaking, I'm a doctor, so I, 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 know <laughs> uh, I don't know. I know. 
always seemed it always felt kind of weird to me. You know, would you never had you said? Kids? I guess some no. people like that. Remember, I told you that the story of the, of the one gal where it was like she kept telling me to bite harder and harder, and I'm oh, like, yeah. I I'm uncomfortable doing yeah. this. I feel I'm going to bite something off. Put on a lobster bean, <laughs> and I don't want to do that. It's not like I didn't welcome a hickey, Steve. I just didn't have anybody who was willing to give me one. You know, for, for in the time of hickeys, which yeah. is uh, high which school, which is a great movie, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Cholera in the time of hickeys. <laughs> Hang on. Uh, let me go to Taylor. Hey, Taylor, good morning. Gadzooks. Gadzooks. What's up, Taylor? When I was a sophomore in college, I, I'm very fair-skinned. I bruise really easy, and I was dating a guy who made me look like I was a freaking leper. <laughs> really? <laughs> the day before I was supposed to meet his parents for the first time. Ooh. So I called my sister, who happened to be a middle school student, figured they would know all about hickeys, and she tells me the freeze a silver spoon, stick it on your neck. Yeah. Well, I'm so, my skin is so fragile that I ended up ripping the skin off my neck. From the cold? Yeah, it's like holding on the popsicle off your skin. Oh, my God. So I had to go to dinner with my new boyfriend and his parents with hickeys and skin missing off my neck. Well, I think at that point when you're sitting on the table, it's just just so you understand, it's your your psycho son sucked the skin off my neck. (laughs) Yeah. But it's okay because it eventually led to banging. Pass the potatoes, please. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and, and hey, listen, teenagers, don't be so dumb as to literally put a badge on your girlfriend's neck saying, hey, parents... I'm sucking on your daughter. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, right. what it, that's what it is. That to me, it, it was always sort of like a brand. Mm-hmm. You know, to, uh, uh, you're you're involved. Uh, I'm gonna go to. You don't want someone who's been pre-hickeyed. I'm gonna go to Chuck. <laughs> I want a hickey virgin. Hey Chuck, how you doing? Yeah, you guys rock. Yeah. Yeah. What's going on, bud? Uh, I had this girl suck on my neck like like Dracula, basically, <laughs> and I found the best way to get rid of it yep. is warm water and a toothbrush. Warm water, water and a toothbrush, and it literally gets rid of it early. Entirely. I didn't even see it at all. Well, okay. see, this is if we conduct a hickey experiment here and try warm water and a toothbrush, we could see if it works. I would agree yeah. with that. Right. So, uh, we're just trying to, get, oh. we're so trying to get one of us to suck on the other one. <laughs> who's going to suck Rob's ass? That's what I want to know. Well, actually, maybe we should do a series of hickeys. Can Rob and... suck his own ass? Yeah. <laughs> Just Probably. Where? It's so big. <laughs> <laughs> just just pull one of the cheeks over your shoulder. By the way, I found out Rob's dad his whole life told him when he, what a big ass he had. And when I finally brought that up in the air, he that he was the first one to call him. <laughs> See, I told you. Uh-huh. And uh, he also gave Rob his first ticket. Yes, it's did. awesome. Aww. Let me go to, uh, I have Jason. Hey, Jason, good morning. You guys, Rob. Yeah. Thank you, Jason. What's up, brother? Oh, uh, man. Buddy of mine, work with him. All day, every day, 24 years old, works in a professional atmosphere, and for some reason enjoys his wife pattering his neck with hickeys. <laughs> and, and it, looks, it looks ridiculous. It's very immature. I don't understand it. I try to tell him, and he just... No, you're right. You you look like you look like you're you're 15 years old. Yeah. I mean that's you know. Can you imagine like having a conference in the boardroom? You know, <laughs> going through the PowerPoint presentation with salami slices glued to your neck. <laughs> so, oh, I'm sorry. By the way, don't be distracted by my multitude of hickeys. That's how my wife expresses her love for me by sucking on my neck. Let me go to David. Hey, David, how you doing, man? I I, I wear a helmet. You know. <laughs> you guys that's good. What's going on, David? Okay. Um, I went to one of those ghetto Wawa's, you know, the pantry ones. Okay, yeah. The lady behind the counter who's making my sandwich was 45 years old and had like six or seven <laughs> yeah. on her neck. Oh. I was like, God, I hope one doesn't fall off of my <laughs> I'd be disgusted, wow. man. I'd be yeah. disgusted, especially yeah. if it's like, what do you want on that, sweetie? Yeah. I'm sorry the boyfriend gets a little rambunctious. <laughs> 
man. Hold on a second here. Let me go to uh, Jamie Lee. Hi, Jamie Lee. Hi. Good morning. <laughs> good morning. <laughs> I actually, about eight years ago when I was in high school, uh, I ended up getting a hickey from my boyfriend, and I didn't know it. And so he had came over later in the day. And my mom made him a sandwich and said, hey, why don't you eat this not my daughter's neck? Oh, oh, snap. Oh, wow. Nice. And that's what he went. I got a better idea. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You got gumption, young man. Oh, my God. You got pluck. You got true grit. Well, I, I like guess, your style. Well, I guess it still exists, and uh, or at least amongst, uh, you know, the, the like the middle uh, uh, middle school crew and all that. Um, hang on. i, I got to go to Jack here real quick. Hey, uh, Jack, how you doing, man? Morning, guys. How you doing? Good. What's going on, Jack? Hey, Preston, I want to sign up for uh, giving Marissa a nice big hickey on her. Oh, uh-huh. you do, do you? How do I do that? I think she's uh, she's jumping up and down saying yes right now. Yeah. You might have to kill her boyfriend, I don't think that's going to be an option. But thank you. Thank you for the uh Yeah, uh, the but offer. we'll give you her number. How about uh, Liz here? Hey, Liz, good morning. Hi. Hi, what's up, Liz? Not much. Uh, actually, first off, my ex-husband used to love it, and I would leave them all over the place. So you would, you would give hickeys just uh, on his neck and all? I mean, where when you'd say other places, where else would the hickeys be? His neck and his chest, mostly. Okay. Ooh, the chest. Because you got to do some sucking to get a chest hickey. Wow. Yeah. So, and then on top of that, we used to swing a bit. Oh. Okay. So, uh, we had a little group of friends, and I came to be known as V. Okay. For Vampire. Vampire. There's so many Vs that could have worked its way into (laughs) (laughs) a swinger. So, uh, yeah, I've got me and... Now, were you you popular amongst the swinging crowd because of your uh, technique? Yes, and I was always very considerate and left them below the collar line. Would would your husband watch you giving hickeys to other men? Uh, Sometimes, yes. Okay, and did did, did, he was cool with that? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah seeing that somebody else is probably nailing her. <laughs> yeah. I think I think he's cool with he's cool with the sex, but the hickey's driving her crazy. That's just gotta go. Uh, yeah. I have to draw the line Listen, somewhere. I don't mind the intercourse, but saw those hickeys. I just yeah, I found it weird seeing. I hadn't seen one in ages. Like I said, this, they're nasty. This girl uh, at the airport and uh, how long did they last for? Like they will last sometimes while. for a while, like yeah. like a week and a half, like a regular bruise, Casey. I mean, I still have a bruise on my arm from two weeks ago, and uh, and yeah, so it'll stick around for a bit because it's got to break up and then you know. We gotta get one hickey working here. And run up. Just I know. One. Well, just because I want to try one of those uh, removal experiments to see if it works. Which one of the interns wants to give the other one a hickey? <laughs> what about Maggie? How about Maggie? Oh, she Maggie. loved her Ma- mom. Loves sure. us already. Maggie'd be all over yeah. that. Which who wants to suck on Maggie? Oh, I tell you what, if uh, if there's anybody nearby, a oh, female God, that Steve. wants to come by and suck on Rob's butt, stop on by the studios right now. Yeah. Come on, by. bring sure, your kids. Yeah. And uh, and we'll see if we can set that up. But uh, yeah, don't do that. It's kind of nasty. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see them too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Bizarre Final. 
It's brought to you by the Penn Beer. Join Casey Boy and the WMMR Rock and Rollers in the 2019 Bend to the Shore on Sunday, July 28th. Let's start with this. Police were called out to break up the annual mooning of Amtrak trains in Laguna <laughs> Nigula. I heard about shit. this. Yeah. It's we, funny. We got to do this here. On Saturday, when the crowd grew to 8,000 and many began bearing more than just their behinds, uh, female flashers and some people who were nude altogether were there, and there was lots of drinking. Mooners, flashers, and others. May dis- I please borrow your cell phone? Dispersed peacefully <laughs> at about 3 p.m. When does mooning begin? And there were no arrests. More than 50 officers responded from several police agencies backed by helicopters. Uh, Some participants were angered by the police response. And uh, some returned to a mile-long stretch of the festivities after police left. And newcomers arrived throughout the afternoon into the evening. And revelers continued to moon the trains that passed every 20 minutes or so. To be honest, I wouldn't want to be one of the mooners. I don't want to be on the train. And see it. And see it from, uh, from that vantage point. So they broke it up. But they're going to try and continue to do it. Apparently, it's been going on for years there. A holiday weekend flight from Miami to New York never got off the ground after the crew arrived more than an hour late and angry passengers intimidated them so much that they refused to work. I love that. The tardy flight crew for American Airlines Flight 1908 received boos from irate passengers and one witness said some people used harsh language. With gate attendants and were kind of like being a mob about it. It was scary when a few of the crew members refused to work because of the hostile environment. (laughs) American uh, tried to unsuccessfully find replacements. The airline had to put everyone up in a hotel and fly them out the next day. Wow. Uh, Adding insult to injury, flight 1908's passengers flew into LaGuardia, but their their bags arrived at JFK. So it was was a home run all the way around. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everybody won in that one. Yeah. Uh, bicycling can be a great way to spend a warm, sunny summer day, but throwing dozens upon dozens of donuts, and you have the Tour de Donut. Uh, the Tour de Donut celebrated its 20th annual race on Saturday. Prizes were awarded for those who had finished with the fastest time, the fastest adjusted time, depending on the number of donuts eaten. And for most most donuts eaten altogether, uh, for every donut eaten, five minutes was taken off the cyclist's time. Pit stop volunteers were scrambling to mark those who had eaten donuts so cyclists could hop back on their bikes and pedal away. Almost a thousand <laughs> participated in the tour. Many participants were trying to eat as many donuts as possible, while others were skittish about eating too many and biking along a hilly trail. And there were uh, tour prizes for first, second, and third place. I kind of like that. Each yeah. category. I like that as well. It's a pretty good idea. Uh, let's see here. A couple have accused a uh, vicar of ruining their wedding after he ordered their two-year-old son out of the church for talking. Uh, the Reverend David Cameron halted the marriage of Ashley and Vicki Thorpe after their son Cameron began repeating his father's name. Uh, the vicar stunned oh, the... Oh! <laughs> now you f***ed up! He stunned the 100-strong congregation by halting the service and announcing, This is a legal ceremony, and I cannot proceed with this, with that going on. Will somebody... Chip, I'm going to come at you like a spider monkey. Will somebody please take him outside? Wow. As a couple stood at the altar in disbelief, Mr. Thorpe's grandmother protested that Cameron was not misbehaving, but the vicar said that she was making a scene and ordered her to leave, too. Uh, the couple have complained to the diocese, which has launched an investigation into Mr. Uh, Cameron's conduct. That's a pissed off vicar. At the church, yes. Uh, Mrs. Thorpe said Mr. Cameron had already offended the family during the wedding rehearsal when he objected to her father, who suffers from arthritis, using a walking stick to escort her (sighs) up the aisle. When you're complaining about the handicap. Yeah. This guy's a bit of a douchebag. Uh, Long-tailed, um, what is... (sighs) 
Go ahead. Macaque monkeys? Macaque. Macaque. Thank you. Touch macaque. Long-tailed macaque monkeys have a reputation for knowing how to find food, whether it be grabbing food from jungle trees or snatching a banana from a startled tourist. But now researchers... Or heading off to the Acme. uh, Now researchers (laughs) say that uh, they've discovered groups of the silver-haired monkeys in Indonesia that know how to fish. Wow. Groups of long-tailed macaques were observed four times over the past eight years, scooping up small fish. I guess they mail order their waiters, right? With their hands and eating them along rivers in eastern Kalimantan. A monkey runs through it. And north Sumatra provinces. <laughs> the species, Great for fishing, don't you think? The, My macaque friend. The species had been known to eat fruit and forage for crabs and insects, but never before fish from rivers. Are they fishing... I assume with like a, a spear or just jumping in the water or, or are they using an actual rod and reel in a boat? Uh, rod and reel in a boat. Yeah. Uh, with a trolling motor. Uh, it was unclear what uh, prompted the long-tailed macaques to go fishing. Some other primates have exhibited fishing behavior, including Japanese macaques. Uh, I want to go fishing. Kakma baboons. Kakma baboons? <laughs> that sounds like a request at a whorehouse. Do you uh, kakma baboons? Olive baboons. It cost you extra. Chimpanzees and orangutans. Wow. They they do fish. Smart little fellows. And then uh, finally we'll do one more quick story and we'll wrap things up. An English man claims that a tornado prevented a UFO from landing near where he stood. I hate when that happens. Uh, Pat Reagan claims that... Here it comes. <laughs> Stand back Pat as I reach into the bag of tricks. Claims that he was nearly <laughs> blown off his feet in Rufford as he photographed the tornado during a fishing trip. Goddamn uh, tornado. When he got home. I would have loved to have met those little green fellows. He enlarged the picture on his computer and spotted the UFO. I was looking forward to a nice anal probe. Pat... Uh, said, I noticed this weird speck. I blew it up, and there it was, a UFO hovering right behind, right beside the twister. Uh, it's perfect disc. Well, gall darn it. <laughs> disc shape <laughs> and greenish in color. If it was a uh, little green man, he probably took one look at the weather and thought twice about landing. That's what the man says. I'm sure, they fly all the way across space, but that little that storm is going to turn him away. And that is your bizarre file. Time. That's why I was. <laughs> I was. What's new? Glad you asked. Greta Van Fleet. Mark Morton with Chester Bennington. Glorious Sons. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. The Trash brought to you by Dunkin'. This summer, enjoy Dunkin's new Hershey's Cookies and Cream or Heath-flavored coffees because everyone deserves a sweet escape from reality. Preston and Steve run on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Trademarks are used under license. What's going on, Steve? Well, the British media is reporting that Kate Hudson and Owen Wilson are engaged. According to the British tabloid, the son Hudson had originally refused Wilson's earlier proposals until he got his, quote, tomcatting and suiciding out of the way. (laughs) Heather Mills has apparently reneged on an offer she made to a Russian woman to provide her with new artificial legs after a tragic train accident. A spokesman for Mills says that she has not forgotten the offer and thinks about it often when she wants to feel good about herself. The summer's first big box office bomb appears to be Speed Racer, which took in barely $20 million at the box office this weekend. Speed Racer producers knew they were in trouble when early audience exit polling found most people attempting to burn down their theaters. Oh, and that's not a good sign. And finally, despite reports to the contrary, Jenny Garth has joined 
The new 90210 spinoff playing a guidance counselor at West Beverly Hills High. Gar says that in many ways it feels as if she never left. That is except for the bristly facial hair and hysterectomy scar. Oh, oh my God. That's your Hollywood trash. All right, thank you very much, Steve. Casey just did something really gross over here. What? Did he take a smash? No, he didn't take a smash. Did you wipe a boogie on something? No, nope. no. While I was sitting here and, and we were going into the back, Kathy was doing her traffic. He just set something down right next to me. It was his tooth. Oh! What? Did you just yeah. lose a tooth? Yeah. Let me see it. Nah. Look at that. Oh, gross, dude. That's Casey, sick. is that really your tooth? It's a fake tooth. Cap. I've been cap. going through it's this. It's a vanity tooth. Um, <laughs> I've been going through this root canal for the past two stinking months. This is, you need a new dentist. Yeah, well, I like my dentist, so don't. Ain't Listen, nobody talk Dr. bad about Patula. Dr. Raymond. Dr. Raymond was good. Dr. Dr. Patula, though, said you should come in and, and go see her. They're awesome. Casey. I know. You know, I know. She, in a brochure, it says, and no teeth falling out. It's no not teeth supposed fall. to do that. Well, you know, I, well, I was eating tangy taffy, so. Tangy, uh, eating oh, taffy with a loose tooth? You can't do that. Well, you know what? I, it's in I, the Tangy Taffy Handbook. I was lulled into a false sense of security with it because I, I actually forgot that it was not there. And, it's uh, an opiate. Yeah, so I just was... Dude, Taffy, even if you don't have, uh-huh. you know, like, yeah. like it can pull your regular teeth yeah. out of your root. Uh, if you if you like Laffy Taffy or something like that, yeah. bite in get Toothy a Toothy Lucy. Oh, yeah. to- I used to eat Toothy, Toothy Lucy Taffy. Time, it was delicious. It was terrible what that would do. You. Sugar daddies. Oh yeah. Sugar, sugar oh, no, daddies. The, the sugar worst. Mamas. The worst is our Mary Jane bars. Mary, Mary Jane? Jane bars will crack your jaw in half. <laughs> Milk does. In fact, when you pull it out of your mouth, your spine will come with it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what is that? Mary Jane bars. Yeah. I used to get them for Halloween. They were the the crappy. Not only were they hard, <laughs> impossible to chew. They were. They tasted terrible. I was like, yeah, was, yeah. was Mary Jane some sort of sadistic <laughs> bitch? All right, so you thought this was gross, Preston? Oh, no. Um, what? Is that your nut? By no. the way, I find, like, like teeth. Pulled teeth. Disgusting. disgusting uh-huh. Really? Oh, yeah. Look at you smiling. I know. Right? It's like, awesome. You have to pull all my teeth out. No, oh, that's freaking gross. I'm just going to gross you out a little bit more, because after this thing came out, I found some food under there that had probably been there for a couple of months. Oh. What does it smell like? I, I don't know. <laughs> Tastes pretty good, though. <laughs> Well, this is an ancient story, but Kathy knew someone who had actually put their son's <laughs> tooth in his mouth. Wait, he was missing a tooth. His front, not one of the two b- big front teeth, but one over. Those was, are incisors, but okay, anyway, incisors. Yeah. He was um, he he was missing that tooth, and oh, his son lost his tooth, and he took his son's tooth, and he tried to use like denture glue to put his son's tooth in his. Mouth. So he he did he did a tooth transplant. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, it only it right. would like fall With out while he's at work, and, and, and not only that, it, back in. it was a kid's tooth, so it wasn't even sized up right with yeah. his own teeth. So it was like, yeah, he would have. <laughs> That's Mary. They put up on the screen here in the studio oh, yeah, what I Mary Jane bars look like. That's as the, the yeah. crappiest candy on earth, and will destroy your mouth. Hey, bit of honeys can do that too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like oh, those man. though. I do like those. Yeah. Yeah. At least they taste good. Mary Jane, look at look at even the, the Mary Jane drawn on the label looks like some <laughs> sort of freaky Bitch. Uh, mountain woman. Is that one of those candies that was made? At, you know when your grandmother was making Hitler candy. designed it. Yeah, but, but like they haven't updated the candy since then. Yeah. I don't think they've actually made any candy since. And on the back it either. says, you know, vote to get women the right to vote. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's how yeah. old they are. Stop liquor. Uh, well, you need you need to get that thing fixed, man. Yeah, you, you, I do, go- I, you know, put a little epoxy on there. I, I, I'm actually, actually CVS sells a, like a like a quick fix epoxy that will att- reattach it. You know what? I actually was given some because this was put on just a couple of days before we left for Jamaica, and right. I was like, dude, I cannot lose my tooth in Jamaica. <laughs> Yeah. So they gave me a couple of uh, Yaman, yeah, <laughs> uh, but I, this is just a temporary thing. I got my you know my full on crown coming in soon, but 
Jeez, oh man, I I can't. Stand. Well, you know what? You're you're in you're in good company because I think I read something not long ago that said that uh, I think it might have been that Pennsylvania has some of the worst teeth in the country. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I could have I could have sworn I saw with something the fattest about that, with the dumbest about <laughs> with the worst ugliest teeth, teeth about We're bad impotent, ugliest women. blood in our stool about bad teeth and uh, just you know dental care. In All general our teams lose in this area. Our horses <laughs> die. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh, oh, we got a town that's on fire. We got a town that's been on fire for 40 years. We know there's a major town somewhere, but we can't find it. It's so small. There's fish in the, in the rivers that shouldn't be here that are eating ducks. That's right. What else is wrong? Anything else? What, what, else, what, else, what is, is wrong with this area? Oh, what do we miss? Oh, the biggest crime rate. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we got that. Oh, wait. It, but not only that, but we, we've got that in, in Philly. We got the Chester, and then just right across the river. It's Camden. Yeah. yeah. Camden, the most dangerous place in America, which is right here. So in case you want a summer. What else is wrong with our area? You know what I don't like about this town is what? that uh, we used our, our sports hero was a fictional character. Every time you go to a sporting event, it's always Rocky. Like, yeah. Don't we have any real, actual heroes to celebrate? That is a good point. Drives our, me nuts. Yeah, our we greatest, did Bo- Bowwinkle. Our greatest sports hero is not even real. Not real. It's fake. And you, you know, and he lost what, in the first movie. What kills me is yeah. you watch the movie Invincible. I remember watching it with my wife, and she goes, "So they win at the end, right?" No, they no, don't no. Win. They were like yeah. three and thirteen that year. They, yeah. they, they, they just do. They do moderately well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not so even. That's invincible. Uh-huh. That seems invincible. Two, two years later, they went on to the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> they lost. That seems, that, that seems to be invincible. <laughs> Somewhat invincible. Yeah. <laughs> kind of invincible. Not quite invincible. Oh, because my Steve, you out. just put it all into perspective. <laughs> you put it all into perspective. But I'll tell you now. what, that the, the pa- that's why we're so, so passionate. I, I mean, I'm, I'm a trans, but I've been out here for, you know, over a decade now. And, and but, but that's the charm of this area. Is that you have every reason to what? literally just want to sit in your garage with the car running, <laughs> and yet you, you forge on. That's why. That's why people are so cool. It doesn't matter if a meteor hit on City Line and be like, yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, that's right. the, tr- the reason for the charm of Philadelphia is that people forge on. They say, oh, it. let's just, just keep going. And at one point, this was the nation's capital, and then they were like, no, not anymore. <laughs> we're going to send you down to Maryland. We're moving it out of here, but we're leaving you the bell. Yeah, there's the, the bell doesn't work, so we're leaving that. <laughs> Casey, you're right. There's a swamp 200 miles to the south. We're going to move the capital there. This, this established city yeah. isn't good enough to be not a enough, capital. Not enough horse flies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they got the green ones down the shore that bite right, really right. hard. <laughs> you get out of the on. bell. It doesn't even work. Let me go to, yeah, <laughs> the phones don't work, for Christ's sake. Let me go to Stan. Hey, Stan, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing good. How you guys doing? Good. What's yeah. going on, Stan? Hey, listen, I just heard uh, uh, recently uh, some politicians saying that in Pennsylvania you have Philadelphia and Pittsburgh with Alabama in between. It's called Pennsylvania. <laughs> the, the toothlessness and, you know. All the other good stuff that goes on here. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't. I was watching some documentary over the weekend where they were showing they were showing what I thought was like deep, deep in Kentucky. It yeah. was a town in Pennsylvania, like yeah. out out west. I'm like, where the f is that? Yeah, you would have thought you're, it was like it was like children, children of the corn for Christ's sake. Yeah, oh yeah. and that that's within driving distance. Yeah, and but you gotta love that's uh, to me that's what makes the uh, more endearing this area because when you, when you have everything, it's easy to be you know ballsy, but. Hey, you know, we we forge on. We we somehow well, you know, find we, we, we compartmentalize. Hey, our horse died, but it won a few races. <laughs> <laughs> hey, invincible, sort of. Yeah. 
Invincible, <laughs> but not too Vincible. Oh God! D- uh, the one, the one movie with our name on it is about a guy that gets AIDS. That's right. <laughs> I know. That's it. Why? Why do they just call it guy with AIDS that yeah. lives in Philadelphia? No, because when you say Philadelphia, people are gonna go, "Oh, the guy's got AIDS." Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Minnesota. What does he have? He won the. He won the whooping cough. He won the lawsuit, but he died. So yeah. that's so uh, the victory was there. Yeah. Kind of good. Yeah. So he sort of was Vincible. Sort of Vincible. <laughs> By the way, Steve, I did watch uh, this weekend. I watched all of. Uh, Rocky Balboa. It was a good movie. It was a real good movie. I liked and he lost that fight, by the he way. Lost? Yeah. Oh, come on! You didn't see it? No, I saw it. What, okay. you think he won yeah. when he's 70? Oh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> Have it take place on, on the Soyuz then, because it's ridiculous. It, there's no way he could have won that fight. Actually, in the apparently in the, um, in the uh, alternate ending, my, my neighbors are telling me that they watched the alternate ending, and he does win. Oh, and really? that's why they didn't include it, because it would just seem too ridiculous. Let me go to Matt real quick. Hey, Matt, how you doing, man? Morning, guys. Gadzooks. Gadzooks. What's up, Matt? Hey, did you get, were you guys aware that, you know, after that Minnesota bridge fell down and they started doing inspections, Pennsylvania was found to have the most bridges? <laughs> yeah, yep. Are, most faulty fall. bridges in the, in the country, Matt. But you know what? Our bridges aren't, they're not faulty enough to be collapsing, to complete it. They're, they're not, not even bad enough good. to be dangerous. Are you they're serious? not even bad enough to be bad. <laughs> they're just bad enough to be annoying. Oh. I mean, you and get creaky. Look, they caught the 95 thing before it collapsed. I just think, like, everybody gets welcomed into the city with the poop factory. I mean, you have, like, that's, that's what you right. fly over. That's one of the last things you see before you land yeah. are it's, giant it's a, uh, acres and acres of reprocessed crap. That's right. You definitely smell it going in. And, uh, but I love the city. I love the city. It's like a, you know, battered wife. I, but I love him. <laughs> He's mine. He's mine. <laughs> Like, what happens is the cop car pulls up and Philadelphia comes out in the, in the T-shirt and he, she just pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Right. Uh, Philadelphia standing next to the car with the handcuffs on. <laughs> now, okay, yeah, Philadelphia. Here we go. This is, are you serious? What? Okay. All right, cities with the worst teeth. This is top ten rankings by category. Uh, the worst teeth. How and far ahead are we? We we are second only to Lubbock, Texas. <laughs> are you oh. Texas? Me? Oh. They, don't even, they don't even. They, they just found fire. It, am I right? Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> That's how backwards. They just got fire last month. Wait a minute, Marissa. How do we have the worst teeth? Who brought this in? Is that what that means? Because their ranking, Lubbock, Texas ranking overall was a one hundred, and ours was ninety nine. So we're like a percentage point off of of rural Ew. where they. They, they when they run over an armadillo, that means dinner. Or, or does this mean, or is this reverse? Is this going? Or is it, we're in 99th place. Oh, it's reverse. Oh, we're in 99th place. Oh, all right. Oh, we're at the bottom. We have great teeth there. Oh, oh wait, that's, that's no, cool. no, we don't. No, we no? don't. It's okay. gonna be your bowl. Well, which is it? Do we have crappy anyway, teeth I, or I, 99th I, best I teeth? I don't know about Philly, but I do. I, I remember. By the was, way, being the 99th best teeth is not so good either. It was Pennsylvania overall. Yes, Marissa. What? It, it's from Men's Health Magazine. We have the 99th worst teeth in America. Oh. Well, that's not good either. No. Out of 100. <laughs> Out of 100. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. all right. Well, then then that is good. Huh? But is that, no, we what have What kind of goddamn teeth? list rates, ranks it that way? <laughs> we have know. bad teeth. That's all that they're saying. <laughs> you can see it all over the place. Why, just stop, but just say hi to Casey and you'll find out as his tooth falls out yeah, while he's talking to you. <laughs> oh, dude, put that thing back in. That's gross. Look at line three. I forgot about that one. Uh, all right. Let me go to, uh, I have Andrew. Hey, Andrew, how you doing? 
Bad Zooks. Bad Zooks. What's up, Andrew? I want to remind you that Pennsylvania does have the best of something in the nation. Yes. The best nuclear accident, Three Mile Island. That's right. Yeah. Sure. Sure. You're right about that. Yeah, take a trip out there if you ever want to be raped by a squirrel. <laughs> 150-pound squirrels running around glowing in the dark. We lead the nation in uh, nuclear accidents, I guess. Well, anyway. We do nuclear accidents right. Uh, all this came from Casey losing his tooth. And uh, it was really gross at the moment. I just had to pass that along. So get that thing fixed if you can, man. All right, right. No, I, I, no, I'll go, I guess. All right, you can do that. Can you ask? The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks.